welcome to Famicast 69, your Famicast for the latter half of uh, November 2015. I'm your host, Danny Bivens, and I'm joined today by Mr. James Charlton. Let's power up. Oh, no, it Boom. didn't work. <laughs> there you go. Let's power up. <laughs> That's me turning on my Yokai watch. There it is. <laughs> and we're also joined by Mr. Ty Sugart. Yeah, baby. I got this squid. Nice. Nice. Fake. <laughs> and Cyrus is also joining us again, too. What's up, man? I've probably had at least two more Thanksgiving dinners already than any of you listening right now. Oh, come on. You're not even American. What do you have to be thankful for? Having loads of Thanksgiving dinners, apparently. <laughs> All right. Well, fair enough. So I'll tell you what. We're going to go ahead and get things started with new business here. So let's go ahead and do that. And um, James, would you mind starting off with new business here for us today? Sure. Well, um, yeah, I've been back to Splatoon because there was a, uh, well, Nintendo Direct. That's We're going to talk about that later, right? Yeah. But, um, yeah, there was a big update for Splatoon. Uh, well, big. There was, a, there was a new stage, which is pretty big. And it's a big stage. It's a, it's a huge stage, actually. It's called a Museum Delfonso or something like that in, in English. Um, it's got like, you know, three rotating sections, which is like a new thing, like moving parts. Well, there's been some moving parts. There's been those little, uh, what do you call them, forklift trucks mm-hmm, in uh, in the uh, the depot stage. But this is like, you know, constantly moving, uh, three spinny things. And you actually have to navigate them almost like a Mario Galaxy style. You know, when they, when they line up, you can hop over to the next one. And that's the only way you can reach the enemy's base. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's got some good like, like height to it. As, but it's it's huge. It's, it is actually massive. Like the space, you know, that you have to navigate is huge. And like the central area, which if you're playing ranked matches on like a splat zone one, is like it's huge. Like the the area that that you have to defend is massive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you know, a good percent of the of the stage. So it gets pretty intense. Mm-hmm. And actually. It's the first time I've ever seen slowdown. Um, oh dang! I, I don't know if it was either slowdown or lag, because I because there's no offline, right? It's it's only online, right? Right. Well, I, I guess you could play it on, you know, like do the practice the the recon section, but then you wouldn't have other players in there with you, right? Yeah, right. So you know, with with eight players in there in this in the main arena with you know all these crazy shit going on, that's the first time I've actually seen the the, the frame rate drop below whatever it's locked at. I mean, is it locked at 60? I mean, it feels like 60. Yeah, that's... I don't know. It's probably 60 in single player. I'm not sure about multiplayer. But anyway, whatever it is, it's locked down, right? I mean, you never see it move, but um, this is the first time I've ever seen that happen. So it's a pretty, uh, you can say, processor-intensive stage, but it looks fantastic anyway. And there's another one coming soon. I thought it was actually... I thought they were actually going to come together, but... Um, this museum stage is the only one that's out so far, and then there's another one which is like, which has water, uh, rising water levels. Right, right. Um, super fun. I'm looking forward to this yeah. next one. Looking forward to that one. Um, I can't remember the name of that one, but 
um, it's oh, it's like something like Maui, not Maui Maui, but it's like it's, like, yeah. it's a ripoff of a. Uh, apparently, it's a it's a hotel in Hawaii. Um, okay. Actually, somebody posted a picture of it, like the actual hotel in Hawaii, and yeah, they do look like almost identical. But you know, it's a Japanese game. What do you expect, right? Japanese people love Hawaii, in case you didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, looking forward to that one. And there's a few new few new weapons. Um, one of them, which was um, the Hydra uh, minigun. It's not called a minigun, is it? It's called the the splat gun. Um, but anyway, that. Yeah, I do like miniguns actually. This the 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 medium one is um is pretty cool. You get like a nice balance of um you know not taking too long to charge up. But that the firing lasts quite a long time and it kind of goes a decent distance. But this big one, I actually haven't bought it yet. But um, it's 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 huge. It's like um, German Metal Gear Solid Two. I think it was, was it two. The guy with the massive you know kind of barrel of like ammo. Ty oh, helped. The first one. Yeah. Oh, no, that was the first Vulcan one. Vulcan Raven. Vulcan yeah. Raven. Vulcan Raven. Yeah, that guy. It's almost like that. It's like like the ink. A tank is huge, and it definitely reminded me of Vulcan Raven a bit. Right on. Um, so yeah, I look for. I, I think I've got a few more thousand squid coins to save up, and I'll, I'll buy that. Definitely want to try that one out. Hmm. Um, but yeah, they're adding loads more um, gear and weapons um, all the way up to January. Apparently, um, that's the end of the free content. Anyway, I don't know if they'll do paid content beyond that. But yeah. Really like this new stage, and um, I've played. I think I've played all of the rain, the, the all of the ranked uh, matches on it, like the Rainmaker and the Splat Zones. Like I said, um, what's the? Oh no, I haven't played Tower on that one yet. Um, that's the thing about this, the how the stages are dished out, right? Um, it's done on a kind of like you know, um, no cyclical basis, so you don't actually know what you're getting. <laughs> um, you know, some people complain about that. I don't mind it. It's, um, it you've all, you're never really repeating yourself. There's always something new, you know. Because um, I don't know if people. I mean, correct me on this if you if you disagree, but like when people get to choose the stages and choose the modes, people tend to focus on just like a couple of them, like tend to be the most popular. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Ty, you probably play more like online games than me, is that, would you Yeah, uh, Team Fortress 2 has been the same thing, but it's usually for a good reason. It's that certain levels are more fun than others. That's just right. how it is. Yeah, I mean, some people hate the the camp triggerfish, the the one yeah. that looks like a, I don't know, like an adventure playground or something like that. So yeah, I, well, I, I, I personally really like it. Oh, but, it um, sounds like, like Hydro in TF2. Anybody that's played TF2 for any length of time wonders why people don't go to Hydro. It's because it sucks. <laughs> but, you know, you know, a certain, you know, whatever, maybe it's a high percentage of people don't like it, you know, so that would mean that the people who do like it would never get to play it, right? Yeah, so, that sucks um, because, if, especially if you're interested in, like, TF2's in-game achievements, you, you have to go to Hydro and do some stuff. Okay. So, but, it, yeah. It's rough. So, so this way, you know, it balances it out. You're always going to play a different stage. You're always going to play a different mode if you're playing ranked. Um, I'm still stuck on B rank. <laughs> I, I just can't get higher than B. It's like, 
every time I'm almost up there, it's like, you know, I have a losing streak of like four matches and then it's like, and then you come back with four and it's like at the end of the night, you're back where you started. Right. <laughs> it's kind of like four steps back, four steps forward or four steps forward, four steps back. And it's like, uh, you know, but you learn, you know, you learn, you get, you get, you get good yeah. and you, you learn new things about the levels that you didn't notice before. And, you know, with a new stage, you know, there's all sorts of things that you don't know about that one yet. You know, people are discovering, you know, best ways to navigate it and uh, the the best weapons for it. I mean, there's a lot of thought that goes into the weapons. I mean, if you want to get good, you do have to think about the level, the, especially a special weapon. Like, you know, in the narrow, just as an example, like a narrow stage, like the, the warehouse level, the narrow stage, when you're doing like um, a splat zones, the uh, the killer whale, the the, mm. the audio blast thing, right. that you, probably everybody knows, um, that is vital because you just plunk that in the middle and it just like, and you just wipe out everyone in that splat zone and nobody can touch you, right? Mm-hmm. But if you choose like the Kraken or something, the Kraken's great, but like, you know, you have to individually go out around and kill everyone with that, right? And you might fail and it's, it's, a, it's a timed thing, right? Yeah. So um, it's not so good, but, um, you know, Kraken's good for, like, you know, turf war, you know, on, like, a narrow stage, you know, you can just wipe people out, just, like, boom, boom, boom. Um, so, yeah, you really got to think about that. <clears throat> yeah, I think I'm almost at level 30. Um, hmm. So still, still a long way to go to 50. So that's I'm just... I mean, man, you see, I, I stopped, when I stopped playing, I was about level 22. Mm-hmm. And I think I've only played... Maybe once or twice since August. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I figured like you would have been all the way up at fifty by now or something, man. Well, the the, the amount of points you need to get uh, to the next level increases. You know, I am perfectly aware of this exponentially. So, <laughs> yeah, like um, I think I've talked about this before. A couple of my students are like really high level, and there was somebody who was like level 40, 48, and you know, like checked back, you know, several weeks later, and they were only forty nine. You know, and I was, I was like, wow, I thought you'd be 50 by now. And they've been on 49 for ages. So 49 must be, you know, a shitload of coins before you get to 50. Right. The thing that worries me is that um, with this, like, you know, there's probably going to be another update, you know, maybe next year. I mean, why would they say um, they're going to update it until January? If they're not going to have an update in January, right? right. <laughs> you would assume that, right? That's yeah. going to be the final update. You know, maybe add the last two stages and the, you know the last few weapons and uh, maybe the octolings. You know, that's the the thing that you know people have hacked it and and found that you can play as the octolings. I mean, that would be the final thing, isn't it? Like you can have inklings versus octolings. I mean, they look really cool. I don't know if you've seen the the hack uh, video. Like, you know, they've got, like, big tentacle for, for hair and stuff like that. And they use all the same weapons, but um, they just look very, very different. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's really cool. And I think that'll be the last update that they do. Oh, the worst thing they could do is actually make you pay for that. <laughs> like, that would be amazing. If they make so you pay for Octorings, that, that would be, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I would... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I love the game. I mean, it's it's probably going to be my game of the year, but um, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. I paid, for, I paid for some DLC. We'll probably get into that later in the Nintendo Direct for a DLC I am willing to pay for versus DLC I will never, ever pay for. Uh, <laughs> that's a little hint. Um, but yeah, um, other than that, 
uh, yeah, I'm still looking for. <laughs> I am actually looking for a girl inkling. Cyrus, feel free to jump in. You will be paying for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the uh, the twelve dollar DLC. <laughs> but yeah, I really, I really want one, and uh, my yeah, I just can't find them anywhere. I mean, <laughs> stupidly, I was, I was on Amazon Japan like like the week that they restocked them all and it was on there for regular price and for some reason I didn't put it in my basket and I checked back a few hours later and it was 3,000 yen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, shit. Yeah, I saw in Yorubashi camera they've got like, they got this insane restock of Amiibo and they had uh, like the price list for the, the three inkling ones but you can only get them in a bundle in Yorubashi camera. So with that Wii U bundle with the game and the... Oh, okay. So you know, it's. I've been looking at like you know the triple pack on like eBay and other places for so long. The the price in my mind is like I think the triple pack is like it has to be at least twenty thousand yen, like you know hundred dollars, hundred and fifty dollars. But then when you look at the actual retail price, it's supposed to be three thousand like nine hundred yen. No, it's like like yeah, it's even less. It's about thirty two or something. Yeah, I was like equivalent thirty dollars to those listening. Yeah. When I when I saw that like that that's the official price I was like what <laughs> it's like that's just crazy it's crazy but um, yes I haven't bought any new amiibos even though like those Animal Crossing ones came out and yeah a few of them look did look very adorable like the KK slider one but yep. I didn't bite because <laughs> there's no game to go along with it I mean one costume in Mario Maker. One yeah. costume you might make is not worth it. Along with it, James, I just don't think you want to go down that path. You know? It's not a game. <laughs> there's a piece of software. There's a piece of software. I almost kind of want to buy it just to spite all y'all. There's a what? disc. Yeah, there's a disc that exists. <laughs> but yeah, that's a yeah. If I could jump to Mario Maker a little <laughs> bit, um, the. Yeah, I've I've been really really busy with work. I mean, it's the end of a end of a semester um, at the moment, so I've been pretty crazy busy. I I usually I, I think maybe a couple of episodes ago I was boasting like yeah I make a couple of levels a week. Um, <laughs> yeah, that hasn't <laughs> happened recently, <laughs> but I did recently upload one um, uh, based around, uh, like a cave a Mario World underground level. You said like um, it was like Mario's Cave Story or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Mario's Cave Story. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of a puzzly level. Um, I don't think it has any enemies in it. It's just just yeah, completely puzzle based. So yeah, please do enjoy. Um, I also played uh, uh, listeners level Dread Pirate Stone. Um, we, we play Splatoon together sometimes as well. And, uh, he always plays all my levels and he always completes them and stars them. So thank you for doing that. And I played his level because um, he tweeted the Famicast at the Famicast, if you want to do that. And, uh, yeah, it was a really good level. It was uh, epically long, but uh, managed to get through it. And at the time, I was the only person who had actually completed it, so there's probably more people now. But, yeah, it was a really good level. Do they still so, have that five-minute time limit on the, the levels or whatever time limit it is? Five minutes? Um, you mean the 500-second thing? Yeah, 500-second limit. You can change yeah. it if you want to, but I don't oh, think okay. you can go any higher. Um, oh, but, yeah, that's what I mean. There is, there is still a... a a ceiling on the time limit. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, yeah. 
I didn't think you'd need more than 500 seconds to yeah, complete. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Now you've got the um, checkpoints. You could make some epically long levels. And actually, actually, on, on that note, PYP made a freaking long level, um, a Zelda-based level. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's it's so long. It's put actually two checkpoints in it. Um, Wow! Wow! <laughs> I I haven't completed that one yet, but it's it's definitely worth the challenge. I think. Um, like I got really far, and I hadn't even hit the first char- checkpoint. I was like, "Holy shit! How long is this level?" <laughs> There's a lot of puzzles in it that take quite a while to you know, not only figure out but then actually execute it. it takes quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, with bombs, you've done some kind of clever things with bombs. So uh, I'm definitely looking forward to completing that. And he used the uh, the three the three link costume, ah, cool. the, the the new one. Yeah. Oh, which reminds me, um, the event course was updated with. Well, there's been a couple of updates since we uh, we last had a podcast. There was a Famitsu one, yep. the Famitsu magazine, which I was happy to see that in the European version as well. Uh, oh. I'm glad that they didn't region lock it. Yeah. Um, the Famitsu one, which was, was that the Yoshi one? The one that you yes. have to kind of kill Yoshi like several times. Not even necessarily kill him, just leave him behind. But... Leave him behind. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. Betray him. Yeah, betray basically. him. You yeah. have to make a tough moral choice. That was your <laughs> wife. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, was it a Famitsu reader or a, a writer? I can't remember. I oh, they, they had a competition. I think it was like a competition, and that was the winner. Okay. Or something like that of the and then they'd combine several elements of of like uh, winners levels together or something like that anyway it was, it was it was really good I mean it was it was wasn't too challenging but um it was fun and yeah. uh, they had some really good ideas um, but I think Greg Leahy wouldn't like it because you know like I said you have to abandon Yoshi several times <laughs> <laughs> we all know that he um, he famously recreated cheese bridge. From Mario World, so yeah. that it could be completed without uh, killing Yoshi. So <laughs> it's called a cheese cheese bridge revenge or something. Or cheese bridge justice. Mm-hmm. And the other event stage was made by Pax West. So yes. Um, the yes, <laughs> um, that was called Pax West's a megathon or something like that. Mm-hmm. That was yeah, that was pretty tro- <laughs> pretty trolly that level. Um. Yeah, uh, it was it was good. It was it was good. They had some good ideas in that one. Um, but yeah, I got trolled pretty hard in that level. It took me quite a few attempts, but yeah, it's worth it. Um, you don't get any uh, costume for that one, but you do get a costume for the Famitsu one. Yes, which Famitsu is, is that the, the Yeah, I was gonna say that's the the fox dog, whatever it is. Yeah. Something, whatever it is. What's he called? I forgot what he's called. I, I really, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't remember. We um, should know that. As we the probably should. As a we should know that. We're fair. Any, anybody? Sai Tai, anybody? Famitsu mascot? What's his nope. name? Nope. Nothing. Okay. The cat thing? The cat dog wolf thing. Yeah, Bam. yeah I don't know. Bam. Anyway, anyway, you unlock, you unlock that, that costume. Uh, when you when you beat the the Famitsu level, which is which is nice, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, sorry for another Splatoon Mario. It's like you know, one episode I'm like heavy on Splatoon with a little mention of Mario Maker, and the other episode it's like vice versa. But you know, yeah, what are you gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> the good games. Complain in the comments. That's what you 
you should all do, listeners. Yeah, no one, no one's complaining, so they're, mis- they're loving it, probably. <laughs> probably, yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Well, they just can't be asked to comment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, game of the year, probably. Okay, cool. next guy. Boom. Okay. And um, Ty, would you mind going next with this? Yeah, game? sounds good. Okay. Uh, I've been playing more Shovel Knight, Lodge Shovel Knight. Uh, I beat Plague Knight Story, and I beat Shovel Knight New Game Plus, mm-hmm. which is harder, but you get to keep your stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's fun. It's uh, the music sticks in your head all day. Mm-hmm. And it compels you to come back and play it again and again. Yeah, I mean, as I was gonna say, with the music, you know, just trying to find tracks to put in between segments and stuff. Maybe you heard some really cool one right before this. If you're listening to the audio version, obviously, if you're watching it live, you haven't. But wow. now, even for the you know the past few episodes when you've been kind of mentioning it and stuff, I I've just been going through the music because I don't have the game yet personally. But man, just listening to all these tunes, it's like man, these are freaking really well done, and yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. One of the goals of the game, actually, is to find all the music sheets in the game. And you, you find them as, like, a collectible. You bring them back to the town, and a bard in town will play them for you any time. <laughs> and I'll also have a little something to say about them as well. That's cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, there, there are a lot of interesting little achievements in the game. I've been working on those. Like, I just did a bunch earlier today, like, uh, be the level without taking damage... Do these various trick shots with the collectible weapons. I finished all those. So next is I'm either gonna do the new game stuff, a new game plus stuff with Plague Knight, or try to speed run the game and like not die during the whole game, etc. With Shovel Knight. Wow. Yeah, it's get it gets pretty excessive, but that's the way I like it. Rip in peace. There must be <laughs> there must be an achievement for skipping all the uh, checkpoints, right? Yeah, you can destroy the checkpoints. That's one of them. I don't know if you can do that all in one go or if you can just do it on, like, your existing save file. You just do a level and then, you know, quit or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll do that next since that seems less hard than one-lifing the game. I love that. It's (laughs) such a weird little mechanic that you can choose to get, like, a, a cash reward for destroying your checkpoints or you can have a checkpoint in the stage, which is, like... That's a cool little balance. That's, that's very cool, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. So, yeah, get Shovel Knight, buy it, play it. Get the Xbox One version because it has Battletoads. <laughs> and uh, let's see if uh, Shovel Knight is a uh, mystery guest character in one of several fighting games in the next couple months. <laughs> Smabra? Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's Killer Instinct. Maybe it's Dive Kick. They're they're showing a new character this week, like in a couple days. There's a new Dive Kick character. It's the same people that that are putting out Killer Instinct right now, so maybe it's the same character? I don't know. Maybe it's just a Killer Instinct character. I don't don't know. (laughs) It's really amazing how Shovel Knight is just, like, everywhere. Like, yeah, and he's one uh, game and an expansion pack, and he's like guest appearances in everything and on a million platforms. 
Yeah, he's in Indivisible. Get hyped for that. Just shows that good character design, you know. It wins out everything, right? He's make really a, a likable character. Yeah, yeah make a good character. Really People good. like it. I really enjoy him. Yeah. So I will hopefully get his amiibo. That's why. That's why. Uh, <clears throat> that's why Cool Spot will never be in uh, Smash Brothers. <laughs> I heard Bubsy the Bobcat was trying to mount a comeback. Like <laughs> <laughs> with that. Combate. Uh, I backed the uh, Zool uh, HD. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Actually, oh, that's I, seriously a thing? No, well, I probably. No, was it was it like a James Pond? I think there was a James Pond Kickstarter and it failed, and I was glad. Rest in peace. Yeah, it was a terrible oh, yeah, idea. One too. I think I actually apologized on behalf of the British Empire for Zool and uh, James Pond. <laughs> I. Weren't there a whole bunch of shovelware Wii games that started as Zool sequels, but <laughs> they got replaced with generic character instead? Ninja think, Bread Man? Yeah, Ninja Bread Man, and there was like one or two others. <laughs> I guessed that that one probably is yeah. right. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It was... Jesus. Oh, and there was An- Anubis 2. Maybe, and, I, I there, was, there was no Anubis 1 either. That was the weird thing. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess adding a number is supposed to raise consumer confidence or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, um, that came out after day, like Donald Dead or Night of the Living Dead. It was all these sequels, Return of the Living Dead, Zombie Two, and all that weren't actually sequels. Oh yeah, that was a thing. It's a shame uh, that uh, Zombie U Two never came out. I really wanted to shoot Bono, zom- Zombie Bono, in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Cyrus, if that offends you. No, I'm pretty sure most Irish people are pretty happy with that that suggestion. Okay, that's fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I've been playing more video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. The ever popular Fallout Four. Mm-hmm. Never heard of it. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so, uh, I'm actually like a, a Fallout One hipster. Actually, fuck that. I'm a Wasteland hipster. Commodore 64, baby. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, well, well, Ty, we all know that it's not beyond you to talk about a freaking text adventure on the Spamacast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 35-year-old games, whatever, I'm down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Fallout 4 is fun. If you played Fallout 3 in New Vegas, you know what you're in for. A, a, buggy, a buggy crashing game that uh, <laughs> barely keeps the frame rate, yeah. Oh, it's been performing okay. Like, it hasn't been crashing, but then again, I don't have the PS4 version, which is apparently the bad one. Oh, okay. I love, there's like, there's a GIF showing, like, a comparison of all the three games, but it's it's from some movie. I can't remember what the clip is of, but it's a guy, like, laughing backwards, and the PlayStation uh, one is, like, four frames a second, where it's like, ah, 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 laughing, <laughs> and it cuts to the, the Xbox one, it's really pixelated and low resolution, but it runs smoothly, and you can't see what he's doing. And then that's, that's, not, um, that's not Bayonetta 1, is it? <laughs> but the, the PC one is like perfectly smooth, crisp HD, and it runs for about 20 frames, and it's just like runtime error, DLL. <laughs> <laughs> Blue screen. <laughs> Pretty good. And then the Wii U one is like to be announced. Not yep. present. <laughs> TBD. All right, so... Uh... There's a hundred little things to talk about that I like. I like this better. I don't like this better, but I'll try to avoid talking about that. Is uh, is the dog better than the Nintendo dog? Yeah. Okay. 
he actually helps you and he's fun to be around. So ten out of ten. Yeah, ten out of ten. Femetsu. <laughs> <laughs> they gave ten ten out of ten to Skyrim. They gave ten out of ten to Nintendogs, and this is like the right. best of both worlds. It better get a twenty, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> twenty out of twenty out of yeah. ten. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Uh, you know, you you shoot guys and you scrounge for stuff. It's kind of, kind of the same deal, but now you use all your stuff to build these elaborate shanty towns. And, like, you forget about shooting stuff and you're just playing The Sims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that, fun. It's yeah, fun. That probably looked, like, kind of fun. I mean, I don't know. I tried playing a little bit of Fallout 3, and I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. Maybe I needed to give it a little bit more time, but I don't know. Kind of on the fence about getting this. Maybe, well, if apparently the PlayStation 4 version is just not good, then maybe I'll just wait until it gets good. <laughs> uh, have you played Fallout 1? No. Have you played Fallout 2? Nope. No. You should get those. They're probably a dollar on GOG, or you can just, you know, download the ISO if you don't want to pay a dollar. There's no DRM. Or I can just go to YouTube. Just watch it. Uh, it's <laughs> not not a very watchable game. Okay. Yeah. It's like a DOS game, isn't it? Yeah, I, remember, no, uh, I, remember I got like a... I found a floppy disk with a demo of Fallout 2 on it in a in a charity store once. Wow, I didn't think there was a floppy version. I'm not even sure if it was official. I still have it back in my house somewhere. But... Well, maybe right. Windows 95 was me. I don't know. Right. <laughs> so it's kind of like a, the old one is like sprite-based isometric perspective. Uh, combat is turn-based. But you know, it's still like fucking Mad Max as heck. <laughs> Two it's Mad Max out of three. <laughs> yeah. Right, so play him. And then, you know, turn into an old curmudgeon that complains about how Bethesda ruined the game by making it 3D. <laughs> and then you'll be caught up to ten years ago. <laughs> okay, I, I think I can get on this and maybe do these things. We'll see. Yeah, it's fun. I love the old-timey music. That's always a nice choice. Do you have the uh, Pip-Boy attachment to your arm or something? No, I just duct tape my cell phone to my arm. Okay. <laughs> it's nah. pretty much the same thing, right? Yeah, it's exactly the same thing. Maybe you pull less arm hairs out, but whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else did I play? There was one other game. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Game of Thrones uh, game finale. Oh, because, man, I'm, I, I bought that earlier in the summertime, and I think... Yeah, I just started the fifth episode a couple of weeks, last week, two weeks ago. And then, like, what, last week they just released episode six. Right, so. I just played it, like, right before this podcast. So oh, let man. me spoil it for you. Please don't. Come on, man. Come on, man, come on. No, 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 come on. <laughs> I have to, like, listen to this two times. Like, now and then come then I... on. See, on principle, I don't want to be spoiled, but now I kind of want to because Danny just seems so panicked about this. Your favorite character dies. <laughs> That's not a Game of Thrones spoiler. <laughs> okay. Did I, did I also talk about the uh, the Borderlands Telltale ga- Telltale Games game? You started talking about it. Man, it's been a while, but you started talking about it a little bit. I don't know if you ever like talked yeah, about like beating. Yeah, I finished that too. I don't remember if it was before the last podcast or not, but I finished that too. It's it's fun. It's a lot more lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I would, yeah, I would recommend either or. Hmm. I don't know. Mm, yeah. 
Maybe wait wait till the next time the Telltale Games collection goes on sale and you can just buy a whole bunch for cheap. Yeah, like they just on PSN they had a season two of Walking Dead for free. Um, so I, I downloaded that because I hadn't played that, but I played the first season. I thought it was fantastic. But yeah, maybe I'll just keep waiting until all these things come out, like you know, one by one. <laughs> yeah. But you know, if you wait till like a year later, there, there, you don't have to wait for the chapters. Yeah, exactly. That's the best way to do it, really. Yeah. So, um, that's the stuff I've been playing. Tell you what, Sai, would you mind if I go next? Or do you want to go next, man? Fine, I'll keep waiting. Okay, cool. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> you can talk about Disney Infinity whenever you want, right? <laughs> no time Oh, man. Permission accepted. <laughs> as long as he's, we're not recording. <laughs> well, you know, the last episode, I didn't really have a, much of a chance to play anything outside of what Mario Maker, I think. But uh, this time, actually, I... Uh, kind of on a whim, maybe last week or something, I had some friends over, and one of my buddies was like, dude, I want to play Ninja Gaiden. I'm sorry, Ninja Gaiden. And I was like... Yeah, baby. <laughs> Real like, man. Oh. Yeah, I was like, all right, cool. And so I just got on the Wii U, and I just bought it. It was like, you know, 500 yen, like five bucks, so whatever. And then, you know, it's like one of those things where when you're younger, especially if you're not really, like, this, this guy, he's not like hardcore gamer or anything, but it's my friend Josh. And, but, you know, you always have these good memories of Ninja Gaiden because it was just such a cool like concept. You this ninja from Japan, and <laughs> you know, oh yeah, bro. You could climb on walls and or well, at least <laughs> scan quest stations. for revenge. <laughs> See, it's awesome. But you know, he started playing, and he's like, "God, this is ridiculously hard." And I'm like, "Yeah, man, this is a very difficult game." But you probably should have warned him before you downloaded it. Yeah, no, I it was you know it was my stuff, my money, and I was like, well, I already have this on the 3DS. Why not buy it again? Dude, dude, you you've got a Japanese Wii U, right? Yeah. Just get his Suica card out, make him touch it. Boom, he's bought it. Beep. Mm, well, then I don't think he rides the train very often, so he doesn't have his uh, a charged Suica on hand. Japan exclusive. Did you your Suica on the Japanese Wii U. Yes, and on oh, 3DS. No. On the That's 3DS. amazing. Cyrus, got... how long have you been listening to the Famicast? Not long enough. Apparently. <laughs> Go back yeah, and listen to I, Actually, now that you mention it, I think that's the first time we've ever mentioned it on the show. No, trust Super me. Super cool. Trust really? Me, uh, we have mentioned this. It was, it was one of my most requested features for like five years, and then they eventually did it. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean... I, I kind of want to buy something right now just to use this feature. My 3DS is looking at me. Yeah, I, cool. I bought I bought um, DLC for Smash Brothers on 3DS by using my Suica card just beep, on my new 3DS. Mm-hmm. Well, when Which, they first when they first released that feature on the Wii U, they had this free to play game that they made specifically. Oh yeah, the weird. pig, pig like metal, a, right? Yeah, pig metal, Buta metal, <laughs> and I played it. It was a lot of fun, but the game was only a, you could only play it for a month, and then it just <laughs> shut down. You know, exclusive. I yeah, basically, and it was fun. I played it. I think I even wrote a review or something on the <laughs> website. And it, you know, it got a good solid, you know. It didn't Don Koopman do it? No, no, no. Hey, it's me. It's me. Um, but no, anyways, yeah, that's, that was like 2013 when they we they started allowing that finally, you know, on Wii U for the payments. 
But um. Well, there you yeah. go. If anyone's listening, if you've got any drunk friends, you know, if they're passed out on your sofa, just take the wallet out, the beep, touch it on there, buy whatever you want. There it is. Yeah. Just as long as you it. I bet you're kicking yourself now, aren't you? Kind of, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But, no, actually, like, well, I don't have the money. Is like, I'm not going to put my credit card. You don't need to put your credit card details in. Just touch yeah. it on. Boop. Yeah. Done. Exactly. But you know, actually, to the game. Um, because last week, you know, when we first got, I think I played a little bit. Because like, man, you suck, dude. Ha ha ha. And you know, you just kind of just play around, and you still realize it is a very, very difficult game. And Ty's uh, sitting over there, probably laughing, waiting for a scrub quote to come up. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> but watching and waiting. <laughs> you know, and uh, going through this game, I'm actually as of I think a couple of days ago, I'm at the final boss. I there's what several forms of him, right? Right, like uh, you fight the boss and then like another boss. That's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Those, them save states are a lifesaver, right, Danny? You have no idea how <laughs> often I spam these save states. I mean, maybe for the first two worlds, like you know, you save after going into like one, <laughs> one, 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 two. No, no, no. But it gets to a point where it was just getting so annoying. I mean, literally, sometimes I would die like dozens and dozens of times, and I was like, okay. I don't want to have to keep coming to this place where this bird is going to yes, knock Yes, the really. bird. The bird. It's like stage 5-2, was it? Yeah. he's oh, and That bird. Everyone knows that bird. Yep. The most dangerous point in any video game. Yeah. It's that bird that knocks you into the hole. Yeah. It, it, it comes out of nowhere, doesn't it? And like, they all, all the things in that game come out of nowhere. <laughs> but, but it only spawns, like, if you, you have to go, you're moving, like, pixel by pixel forward, and then it spawns at the exact time you don't want him to come, right? When you open the pit or something. Yeah. And uh, you should know, if, you, if you're if you not using save states and you die at the boss, like, if you get game over, you have to go back to before that bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was not going to do that. So, because, I mean, I don't know. When you're younger and you're a kid, and you just obviously back in the, you know, Famicom NES days, there just that just wasn't available. It wasn't really a thing, you know, save states. But thank God that they're there now because I would have probably had a heart attack and been dead, not been able to join you guys here for uh, this episode. But I don't What's know. Price we have to pay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So I'm still working on that. I'll probably uh, maybe I'll tr- beat the final boss. We'll see. Um, but I'm not gonna give up just yet. Get good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's but, great. This is this is the first one, right? Yeah, the first one. Yeah, the first one. So you're playing the Famicom version. Is are there any differences, Ty? Maybe you know this between Famicom and NES. Uh, I was actually trying to look that up. I know in Ninja Gaiden three, it was made harder for the U.S. I don't know if one was or not. Hmm. Made harder. Wow. Yeah, that's a common thing. Like, uh, actually, most Japanese games I think were made harder for the U.S. versions. Like Castlevania three was. Um, that's a thing. Not well, Final Fantasy, but not not really. I mean, it works both ways. I mean, you can't say like every like U.S. game, every Japanese game is made harder for the West because like. Oh, well, maybe in the eight bit days. Maybe you because like that. with the N sixty four, right? Like Zelda was made easier for the West, right? I don't know. I stopped caring about Nintendo games around then. <laughs> 
that's, no, no, no. I that's kid, why I, I stick. <laughs> that's why I stuck with the N64 because I thought you'd be with me. Um, on in Majora's Mask, they added the owl statues, mm. which yeah, were not. I can't even imagine playing that game without those statues. What a but, brutal yeah. game! Yeah. All right. Japanese well, one, yeah, you had to go back to the the village every single time from day one. <laughs> well, as I understand, the thought process is. Uh, well, back in the 8-bit days, they didn't really have a lot of, uh, I guess, uh, consumer feedback to deal with. So it was basically right. just the people who made that game who are well used to it. They're like, yeah, this could be harder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Add more birds. I mean, it's, it's, it's <laughs> we can do it fine, whatever. But then, you know, probably by the later 90s, you know, they're, they're getting pretty good at uh, gathering consumer feedback and then tuning things up or down. Yeah. And now, today, they, they just get, like, fucking data straight from the game, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, Assassin's Creed does a thing where you're literally rating missions after you complete them, you know? Yeah. So they're getting, like, immediate feedback on that stuff directly. Mm-hmm. You're, pay, you're, paying, you're paying money to be a game tester. Basically. For... <laughs> <laughs> you order now, get beta access, help us finish the game. You work for us now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, speaking of beta access, uh, well, I did have uh, beta access to Star Wars Battlefront back Hey-o. about the middle of last month, and um, I decided to actually go ahead and pick it up. And, you know, it's kind of on the fence about it because, first of all, I wanted to make sure I could play the game in English because I, it just, I don't think it would be a true, authentic Star Wars experience hearing it all in Japanese. I mean... I wasn't born and raised here, so I mean, I don't know. My wife, she hears C3PO's English voice, and she thinks it sounds weird. I'm, just thinking, well, I, I listened to his Japanese voice before. It's get out, similar, but get you know, out. <laughs> that was your response, right? Yeah, I, mean, I, wanted I thought you were that. doing a Japanese impersonation of 3PO. I'm like, wow, I haven't heard this version. Yes. Does <laughs> no. it does it sound gay in Japanese? <laughs> he he's just sounds like C3PO, but just in Japanese. He's like super polite, and you know, that's just the way he is condescending to R2-D2, um, but, no, and so, you know, I, I thought about getting the digital version of this, but, you know, there's a lot of, like, logistical things with that, so I opted to go for the physical Japanese disc release, and thankfully, there's a website out there, and I wish I could say thank you to these guys, I guess I could by going on their forums and thanking them, literally, but... Uh, this is, there's this forum called Gaijin Gamers. They keep track of stuff like this, like, hey, you know, these games have English support and stuff. It's a community that kind of, like, has this type nice. of stuff. And so it's, it was nice. I saw that that was, you know, they said that this game has full English support. So I was like, yep, yeah, let's do this, and bought the disc. And, yes, yeah, so I've been kind of playing that a little bit uh, for the it's past couple of You get some advertising here. I like uh, the game shop near me had, like, you know, huge displays and, like, had the game running on... Uh, like a playable demo thing going on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, there's still, I mean, I'm pretty sure the commercial that they're using here on TV is the exact same one as it is in the States because it's like white people in there. <laughs> <laughs> the one they don't exist. What's that? That the one where, like, they, they vanish Obi-Wan Kenobi style? No, like, this one, it starts out by this, this guy's holding, like, this vintage R2-D2 toy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And his friend pulls up to his office in an X-Wing, and he jumps out the window after hurling a chair out there and, you know, goes and fights the Empire. But... And, then, and then they speak in Japanese to each other. <laughs> exactly. 
So, but uh, you know, as for the game, I haven't played like a lot of modes. I, I really, really enjoyed what's called Walker Assault, which is one of the modes that they had in the beta, and it's just mm. basically. You know, in the beta, they only had one stage, and that's Hoth, where they have two AT-ATs, not AT-ATs. They're AT-ATs, okay? Big walkers. That cool. Are, I always say AT-ATs. Okay, good. Because I think, allegedly, it was a British thing where people say AT-ATs. That's just no, not. I hate those people. Okay, I, I thought it was the opposite. I thought it was Americans that started the AT-AT thing. I was oh, like, what? Let's just blame it on the British. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are the bad guys in uh, Star Wars, so... See? You get it. Yeah. But... Yes, I mean, you're basically, you know, if you're the Rebels, you're trying to, there's like these different upload, uplink stations and stuff that you have to turn on, and then Y-Wings come in and bomb it, and then you could, it basically like shoot like ion bombs on things, so it's vulnerable to like gunfire and crap, and then you're supposed to take out the walkers that way. But even though that the Empire, I mean, the walkers are, you know, they're freaking walkers, and they're amazing and super powerful, and the Empire has like a lot of just the different vehicles and uh, stuff that they can, that they have at their disposal to get rid of the rebels. But is, is there is there an Endor stage? Can you do like the Ewoks versus <laughs> the uh, the Empire? Well, with the with the Walker Assault, they have different outside. You know, obviously in the final version of the game, they actually have different stages. One of them is Endor, and um, you do see Ewoks running out of like the little huts and mm-hmm. then like running back inside. But I, I can you kill them? Well, I just, every time I see them, they're like I tried, so far I away. Tried, James. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I tried to kill a Jawa in like a deserty type of a stage, and I, I think I missed. Oh, they're just kind of background scenery. Kind of, but I mean, they're in. They're, uh, okay. You can actually see them, and you could probably walk up to them and stuff. But they're not like, I, as far as I know, you can't really interact with them. But <laughs> press F to pay respects. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, I mean, and the game is just you know freaking gorgeous. It's it really captures you know what Star Wars is all about, like these different locations and stuff, and. Uh, you know the character models look great, and the game runs relatively smoothly. And uh, it yeah, looks I even... amazing. I mean, it's like the best looking Star Wars game ever, obviously. Right. It's but, one of the yeah. best looking games I've ever seen. Period. Star Wars or no Star Wars, like yeah. wow, it looks good. Why, why do you think that? Like, it's mostly. I mean, I just I just read that this so, the PlayStation Four um, servers like are twice as big as the Xbox and the PC servers combined. Like, the amount of users, like, why do you think, like, more people are playing it on PlayStation? Is this some kind of exclusive thing, or...? There's no differences between them, but I've seen that, too, and it's really shocking. I thought more, more, most people would be playing on the PC. Yeah. I don't know, then on, what, on Xbox, didn't they have a special thing where if you're, uh, like, the EA thing that they have on, on Xbox One or something that you had early access to the game by, like, a week or something like that? Hi. Maybe, no, maybe I don't know. Okay, <laughs> I forgot the resident Star Wars hater here. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a nerd like you guys. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> yes. I mean, the PlayStation 4 has, I'm pretty sure, a bigger, you know, install base than Xbox One. It's not by like, you know, a yeah, but the PC. Huge amount. <laughs> yeah, but you know, they're not everybody wants to play games on PC. Some people want to play games on consoles. Uh, you know, and stuff. But I don't know, and. One other thing that I, I thought was kind of weird about the game, being a you know hardcore fan of you know Rogue Leader and uh, Rogue Squadron games and stuff like that, the ship combat is a really really weird thing to get used to at first, hmm. um, because you're just using basically to control the ship, you're using the left stick to, uh, I think that's controlling your speed, like if you press it like up, you know you go to like the max speed, you press it down, you go like you slow down. It's, it's no Rogue Leader. 
Yeah, exactly. And it's that's that was that kind of threw me off because I always I always thought that those guys nailed it, you know, for the controls and stuff. But and also too, I didn't notice this because I was <laughs> I was going through the tutorial level and it's saying like lock on with your lasers. Like, and why would I do that? But whenever you know you're flying and you got the the cursor in, coming in through like an enemy ship, if it like locks on, even with your lasers, the lasers kind of like lock on and they'll even like shoot you know off target uh, to like the characters to the the ships and stuff like that. Which I thought that was kind of weird because like even in the movies, basically to shoot their lasers, they had to like have some kind of a straight shot in front of them to destroy it. So, oh, so it's kind of like Metroid style where you can lock a target, then all your bullets will kind of veer towards that? Yeah, basically. I mean, there's also, like, missiles and stuff like that that the ships have, so, I mean, that that's a thing. But, yeah, laser blast, too. I thought that was kind of bizarre. But, um, yeah, like I said, I'm just I'm just starting to get into it. I haven't got to play as much as I would have liked. But uh, the hero characters are really cool, too. Um, I got to play as, uh, I think, Princess Leia's bodyguard. <laughs> because some of the characters have bodyguards that could come in, and they're just like kind of like just more powerful regular soldiers, but I mean like significantly more powerful. So, and Boba Fett was freaking cool, just being able to fly around, and you could shoot like fire out of your arm, and um, all sorts so, of other cool. So stuff. these hero characters are they paired up like equal matches as like Vader and Luke? Because can you have like Vader versus Han? <laughs> so okay, outside of the beta version, in the regular version, I've only found the hero thing once and I was the Empire at the time and I could just pick one of the three. I can pick uh, Vader, Boba Fett, or the Emperor and um, I just picked Boba Fett. I mean, Emperor's ridiculous because it's the Emperor like literally running around on a map. <laughs> that must look stupid. <laughs> it's just weird. I mean, outside of like the Clone Wars you know, animated thing or whatever, you'd barely ever see that character move. So. Well, episode three is pretty ridiculous, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I hate that whole movement. That, uh, that ugh. You know, yeah. Let's like, not talk about episode two or three. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, so that, that'll pretty much do it for me. I'm probably going to keep playing some more Star Wars and, you know, stuff like that. So. Have you got your ticket for the movie? Oh, yeah, man. I pre-ordered my tickets, like, back in October. <laughs> I got, like, these. I should like, probably do that. I kind of forgot to. Yeah. Nerd. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the movie. (laughs) All right, to finish this off, with new business, Sai, which you go ahead and close us out here, dude. I'll keep on the Star Wars front because at long last, Disney Infinity launched <laughs> in Japan. So yes. I, so uh, I picked up the A New Hope or like the the original trilogy story mode playset, and uh, it's it's pretty funny playing it because they crammed the entire trilogy down into like a five-hour kind of campaign. Okay. And they really had to jump through hoops to try and make the story make any sort of sense. <laughs> Where, because, like, the game opens and all the stories revolve around you having four characters in all the cutscenes. So the oh. game starts with Luke, Leia, Han, and Chewie all on the Tantive Four, you know, the, the blockade runner, getting okay. chased by the Empire. Oh, so, God. So they all land down on the planet and then you get your lightsaber from Obi-Wan, but 
you've already been using your lightsaber as Luke for the entire game at this point. (laughs) (laughs) The story is kind of a mess, but it's it's actually really good. The story modes in this game have been like such a jump ahead of the previous games. Hmm. uh, So I, I really enjoyed it. I finished it just a couple of hours ago. Oh wow, cool! Uh, so it's there's there's a ton of stuff to do. There's like a million collectibles. There's all these different requirements for going back and doing the old missions, and you can build bases and unlock new vehicles, and it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Sweet. Um, yeah, cause I I you know like I've said before, I mean this this the Star Wars portion of just Disney Infinity when I learned that was a thing, and I think when I first saw trailers and stuff about it at E3. I was thinking, oh my god, what is... Oh, man, I need to buy all these toys to play this stuff. <laughs> but, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's definitely an investment. I will not sugarcoat that. I have spent a lot of money on these figures. <laughs> can, you imagine if, uh, can you imagine if Nintendo made a game based around buying Amiibos? And that's like the, the only way to play the game was to buy Amiibos. And... That would be horrendous. I imagine we would I hope be... they never do that. <laughs> like a board game or some bullshit like that. <laughs> yeah, but aside from my Disney Infinity, which I'll I'll talk more about next week, I'm sure. Everyone's <laughs> riveted to find out. But uh, I've been on like a way forward binge of way forward make the Shantae games, and uh, mm-hmm. so I've since I finished Shantae last week, Risky's Revenge. I got Pirates Curse this week. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I also got Mighty Switch Force. Oh, okay. Mighty Switch Force is a really, it's a really short little game. It's like a mm. time attack game. So. Right. I think I I've talked, I've talked about the 3DS one on this on this podcast a while back, but yeah. Yeah. So it's a really clever mechanic. Like they only have it's a jump and shoot game, but the whole thing like where you just switch platforms on or off, it, they really inventively use that single mechanic throughout the whole game. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can clear it in a day. It's a really, really short game. So. <laughs> okay. It's true, yeah. I think I think I got it for 100 yen. It was on an eShop sale. Oh, man. So it was pretty good. It was fun, though. I'm happy I played it, because it was a pretty unique little platformer. I'm just happy I only paid 100 yen for it. Yeah, that, that <laughs> it's very, very short. Unless yeah. you're aggressively playing it for time attack, it's very, very short. By the way, do, do you understand the story in that? Because, like... <laughs> I I understood it up till the last boss, and it's like whatever. <laughs> you're you're a policewoman, and like all the 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 criminals escape. The criminals are all like, you know, barely dressed women, <laughs> who seem to be happy that you catch them. Uh, what's that about? Yeah, cute girls in prison uniforms, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I love, like, that is the premise that you're, like, trying to reclaim all these prisoners who've just gotten lost or whatever and escaped their prison. But then the last boss is, like, you have to save them from this giant mother brain-style alien monster. And just, like, out of nowhere, the level just switches from regular city levels you're going through to, like, an R-type, where it's all, like, globby organs and stuff all over the levels. And then this giant cyclopean monster boss at the end. You know what we could say, though? I mean... Have you ever been to prison? <laughs> I mean, who knows what goes on in there? What if I have? Well, then please tell us about the aliens that live in there. One hundred percent accurate. <laughs> but, uh, 
I finished that, then I went on to Risky's Revenge, or not Risky's Revenge, Shantae and the Pirate's Curse. Okay, okay. And uh, and this game is such a step above the previous Shantae's. It's hmm. kind of ridiculous how much of a jump in quality it is. Hmm. Where uh, they kind of, like I complained last time about Risky's Revenge, where it has the, the backtracking was just put in for no reason except right, right. to make it longer. So this game, they kind of ditched that, where it's actually, you finish a level, you unlock the key that lets you play the next level, and you don't even have to travel between levels, it's like a level select, where you mm-hmm. just pick which level you want to go to. So all of the backtracking you do is just to get extra upgrades if you want to. So you can get hurt containers, or you can get, you know, whatever other stuff. So uh, you can play it straight through in a single shot without having to do any pointless backtracking, which is very, very nice. Oh, yeah. Yay. Uh, what are you playing it on? I'm playing it on 3DS. All this stuff is on my 3DS. Oh, right, okay. I have nowhere on my Wii U to install them to. <laughs> <laughs> but there was progress on this. I finally bought a Y cable for my, uh, for my hard drive. Nice. Yay. Then when it arrived, I realized I bought the wrong Y cable. It's like a two female Y cable to one male. So it's exactly backwards for what I want. <laughs> <laughs> so I ordered a second cable, and it should be here in a few days. Good job. Good luck. <laughs> and I can play Splatoon again. Yay. Yeah, cool. Oh, is that why you've not been playing it? You had to yeah, delete I had it? To, I had to delete it to make space for Smash Bros. Uh, <laughs> or Disney Infinity. Disney Infinity. Yeah, Disney Infinity. Infinity and Smash Bros. the only two games that can fit on my console at once. No, no. Those are two... Okay, so they're less than four gigs, both of them. Yeah. I think I've got, like, 600 megabytes left, so I could probably play Bayonetta 2 if I wanted to. Wow. <laughs> I'm nowhere even near filling mine. <laughs> Actually, no, that's not true. I had to delete uh, Lego City. <laughs> yeah. Lego City Lego City is 18 gigs. That's a beast, yeah. So that's why I had to delete that. <laughs> no, hopefully I'll have a dedicated hard drive, and I'll be playing all the Wii U games. All the Wii U games. Cool. Well, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Risky's Revenge, Pirate's Curse, My Switch Force, Disney Infinity. Cool. All right. Well, cool. That's going to do it for new business uh, for the episode. Uh, we have a little bit of news, actually quite a bit of news, that we want to... <laughs> little bit um, slash loads. Yeah, that's a little bit. I'm just going to take three hours. Um <laughs> <laughs> As I'm sure most of you guys out there are aware, and hopefully the guys in the podcast too, I think they are, uh, that Nintendo had a special Nintendo Direct on November 13th here, and it was at 7 a.m. It was a worldwide type of thing happening all over you know, the different regions. And you know, a lot of the information and stuff like that that, that was announced, obviously because of like the timing and stuff like that, it was made it so everybody, so this stuff would kind of fit, you know, uh, every region and stuff. And uh, so a lot of stuff that happened in Japan was the same that happened in the West and uh, vice versa. But there are some things that are a little bit different. And, 
you know, I thought maybe we'd go through. Well, first of all, it was at 7 a.m. in the cracking morning. Yeah, oh, yeah, that sucked. Um, um, I actually, um, I was working a bit late that day, like uh, starting at 10, so I actually could download it and, and watch it, watch the stream on the way to work. <laughs> so it was good. Yeah, I was watching it on my phone walking into work that day. Okay, yeah. I was kind of getting ready for work and kind of watching it a little bit and stuff. Then, I, you know, I watched it, like, properly, uh, you know, not too terribly, like, that later that day, I think. I, I watched the European one all the way through, and then I skimmed through the Japanese one to, uh, just to see what was different. Because, yeah. yeah, like I, you said, there was a few things that were different, but, yeah. yeah. And that's what we're going to focus on, right, because... The, the other ones have been done to death by now. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I'll just, yeah, let's just start out here. So obviously, you know, Twilight Princess HD, it is officially a thing. And, you know, here they have, because I'm basing this off of what I've watched, which is just the Japanese Direct. So uh, James or Sai, whichever one you guys watch, feel free to do any, some kind of commentary if you want. But, uh, you know, the, uh, we, the version here in Japan, they have a special version that comes with an Amiibo, the new Link uh, Wolf Amiibo, and a soundtrack, and of course the game. And uh, it's coming out here March 10th, uh, and then I think March 4th in North America and Europe. But, so um, March gets, uh, Japan gets a week late. Basically. basically. Yeah. yeah. But you know, I mean, it's Zelda, I mean, it's not that big of a series here compared to what it is in the West, so <laughs> seriously. The, the um, European one had uh, Satoru Shibata mm-hmm. introducing it, and uh, all I can say is I really want to teach that guy English. Like I just, I just want to like work for Nintendo Europe and just be his like pronunciation coach because he couldn't pronounce anything correctly. Like anything. It's like um, like the lowest level English class that you teach. It's like that. <laughs> but the guy is so charming, despite that. <laughs> it's like the Uruhurink Amiibo. It's like. What? Awesome. <laughs> it's like I I understand what he's saying because I understand Japanese and I understand right. Japanese. But like seriously, other European people would be like, say what? The what My favorite now? animal is an oof. Oof. <laughs> now a lot of people are probably thinking, wait, is that the official pronunciation for what this character was actually called? <laughs> yes. Yeah, canon. <laughs> yes. And then they'll start saying it, and then all their friends will start calling them weeaboos. Eris, <laughs> Eris versus Erith. Oh, that kind of thing. It's Erith. <laughs> they changed the Kingdom Hearts. It's Erith. She now. dies in the middle of the game <laughs> because Sephiroth <laughs> kills her. <laughs> that famous fighting game character, Cess. <laughs> Cess, it's Seth. <laughs> anyway. anyway, so Uluf Inc. Uluf. Yeah, it looks it looks like a very detailed amiibo. Yeah, and actually, I have it pre-ordered. I have that set pre-ordered. And um, of course, you do. Yes, and coincidentally, like four hours after I pre-ordered the thing, it was up about four thousand yen, about forty bucks more expensive than what it was when I paid what I pre-ordered it for. So that is ridiculous. <laughs> Amazon Japan is turning into like some kind of auction website in Japan, isn't it? <laughs> it's yeah, I mean, crazy. I bought it directly, the one I got is directly from Amazon, so, you know, you, it's guaranteed to typically be of reasonable price, but when you start getting stuff from the, you know, outside sellers and whatnot from the marketplace, it can get a little bit out of control because they see that people want these things and the cold this guy scalpers. has a price to it. Yeah, exactly. You get it. So, yeah. but... <laughs> All of a sudden there's like, you know, 20 Wolf Amiibos for like, you know, triple the price. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yes. Um... 
So next, we had a Star Fox trailer, yeah. which looks uh, a lot better. Um, comes out in Japan. Uh, comes comes out here April the twenty first, the next day for the rest of the world. So yeah, not much difference there. Right. Um, yeah, it looks it looks better, um, but uh, <laughs> I still think it's kind of lacking. I mean, you know, I talked about this a long a long time ago now. Um, people are probably bored of me talking about it now, but my my Star Fox feature, where I talked about you know my my dream Star Fox Wii U review and my nightmare one, and it's oh, like yeah. it—it's kind of more towards the uh, the nightmare side, you know, the the single player, the shallow single player only, you know, complete it in three to four hours and then replay it for a high score attack and then you're done with it. Yep. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I hope that some extra modes are announced <laughs> between now and April. Yeah. But it's not looking likely, which is a shame because you know I thought you know them delaying it that we're gonna. That could like lead to something, but apparently not. the cutscenes. That's important. Yeah. Oh yeah, and if if you want to see what the difference is, um, John Redden um, on NWR TV, he did a good um, comparison video, um, pointing out details that none of us would ever have noticed, because <laughs> that guy is nuts on Star Fox. Yeah. I mean, yeah. crazy nuts on Star Fox. He knows, yeah, scary amounts of things. <laughs> Crystal body pillows. Everywhere. Yeah. Um, How many pieces of individual fur are on her body? That's right. Apparently, she's not going to be in Star Fox Wii U. That's what you think. Star Fox Zero. Sorry, it's got a name. I keep forgetting it's got a name. DLC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And no Amiibos announced for that yet, but I'm sure there will be. Yeah. We'll keep waiting. It's Sorry, Danny. No Crystal Amiibo. Damn it. <laughs> yes, I don't and hell. I, like, I hope they don't do characters. I want a fucking Arwing Amiibo. Well, yeah, yeah that, that has been hinted at, right? Miyamoto yeah. said that he, I think he said something along the lines of it would be cool to have an Arwing amiibo, so yeah. probably will be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, let's see, kind of moving on here to uh, Mario Tennis Ultra Smash. Uh, Ouch. They, they, <laughs> they Ouch. finally announced that it's going to be coming to Japan on January 28th, but if you're anywhere outside of Japan, you can go and get the game right now. And uh we have two reviews on Nintendo World Report right now. You should check them out. Uh, I think one is by Don Koopman, and the others, I think, Mr. Brian Rose, maybe. Yeah, it's 3.5 and 4.5. <laughs> so be sure to read the reviews and see what is wrong with this game. Because <laughs> I'm kind of like quotation marks around game when you said that. Yeah, game. It's um. Basically, it's just like, you know, when you have, like, a fully featured sports game, you have, you know, like, the exhibition mode, and then you have, you know, loads of other modes to, like, beef it up. It's kind of, like, forgotten to add the other modes. <laughs> they just stick with, like, one mode and one court, and then that's it. But <laughs> Toad can be a giant, so, I mean, it's good, right? Yeah, you can be a giant, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I actually thought like the the way they integrated the amiibo thing was like would be cool. Like you can actually partner up with your amiibo and play online. Like I thought that would be a cool thing for Smash Brothers, for example, which they haven't done. Right. Um, because you know, it's pretty silly only being able to play amiibo like in person kind of thing. Yeah. Um, there's no reason why it shouldn't shouldn't work, right? Um, amiibo have been underutilized. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Smash was the game that was started with, right? It's the it's how Amiibo started, and it's like you know, it's such a poor integration in Smash. It's terrible. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, but yeah, I think online Amiibo games could work because you know, how else are you gonna 
play. Right. <laughs> and, I mean, yeah, I think this is definitely something that they'll do in the future. I mean, if this game is I mean, not a... If you think about it, when you're in the same, I mean, like the Amiibo shit festival thing that's just come out... <laughs> <laughs> The, f- the fact that like you have to take turns touching your amiibo on the thing I mean when once you split that out across online you know like if let's say in a kind of nightmarish Fallout 4-esque wasteland world where all four of us are playing that amiibo game together <laughs> um, like if we were doing it online and we all had our amiibos in our houses you know we'd all have four game pads so you wouldn't you would eliminate the kind of you know necessity to <laughs> go back and forth all the time, right? So Imagine that. It's, for some reason, like, the NFC and online just are not gelling. <laughs> They're yeah. just Nintendo, like, nope, NFC has to be same room or yeah. nothing. It's, it's like, one or the other. You can't have both. It's, yeah, because, I don't know, you've got to, like, wave the figure in, in the other person's face and say, oh, I've got this one, you loser. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like the Wii U has a game, uh, like a video camera on it or anything. <laughs> yes. So uh, let's move on here to the next. <laughs> the I, I loved I love derailing things. No, it's it's cool. You're totally right. I agree with everything you say. Not really. Uh, <laughs> so actually, maybe Ty or Sai, you guys want to talk about this? Actually, Sai, I think it was you that called this. Um, yeah, the other day. What do you like, mean he called it? He, he well, played the game. He saw it, right? No, no, no. Okay. Quit keeping us in mystery. What are you talking about? Okay. I, I take it you're not looking at the agenda. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Pokémon Tournament. Tell us more. Yes. Pokin, I would like to know more. Yeah, Pokémon's officially coming to the Wii U, and it's dated here in Japan. Uh, it's going to be coming out on March 18th. I thought that you said, yeah, this is going to come out like in March or something like that. Just well, maybe. I think they, they announced like a while back that they were bringing it out in spring next year. So. Okay, well. Thank you, though. Thank you for your faith in me. <laughs> <laughs> Great. But, you know, and on the on the video and stuff like that that I saw, they're talking about the Dark Mewtwo that you talked about in the last episode, and um, I guess with the Wii U version, he's coming with the game as, like, some kind of a weird amiibo card. Yeah, the first print of the game comes with a card, like yeah. an amiibo card, like a Happy Home Designer card. And uh, if you swipe it, it'll immediately unlock Dark Mewtwo as playable. I think that's actually pretty cool. Um, I think I think I suge- I actually had that idea a few years ago about how you know DLC could be unlocked via an amiibo card or figure or something that would come in with the in with the game, and that would like. That would help sell, you know, physical games, you know, and like promote sales that way. Because, you know, people often like, you know, buy the games and they might sell them like a week later or something. Well, I guess you could still sell the card, but you know. <laughs> yeah. So this this you know, practice of like, because you can unlock Dark Mewtwo normally in the game. This okay. So like, maybe, I don't know what the requirements are. Like maybe beat him in story mode or whatever it is. Right. But uh, this will just give you him immediately, which is something. A lot of fighting games have started doing on other consoles, like King of Fighters has a bunch of locked characters, but you can unlock them immediately if you pay like a dollar. Hmm. <laughs> well, okay, that's slightly different, but yeah. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. Though. <laughs> the option to unlock things early if you have a code or a DLC coupon or something. Well, Smash doesn't do that because um, I actually saw a YouTube video of somebody uh, who hadn't bought the Mewtwo DLC for Smash. 
putting a Mewtwo amiibo that he had bought on it, and he was playing against. I think yeah, we think we talked about this. Um, mm-hmm. Like what would happen? And yeah, and we're, we're exactly right. Yeah, you can play against your computer-controlled amiibo, but you can't actually play as Mewtwo. <laughs> you played. You paid twelve dollars. And you don't even get to play as the character. I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty disgusting. That's amazing. Play. Yeah, yeah, and also good luck finding a Mewtwo amiibo. Right. Oh no, no! Nowadays they got that recent restock over the last couple of days. Everywhere is drowning in amiibo. It's disgusting. In, in Japan? In Japan, man, go to a big camera or Yodobashi. It's I've never seen yeah, so many absolutely. amiibo yeah. in my life. Follow Cyrus on uh, Twitter. I think I saw the pictures on your. Twitter there. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, I went. I went to the big one. In. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I went to the big one in uh, Akiba, Yodobashi camera, and yeah, they had every single amiibo under the sun except the uh, the ones I wanted, the Splatoon one. (laughs) The guy just kind of almost like laughed at me when I asked him. (laughs) He was like, "No." And it's it's weird because the Splatoon ones, while they are rare in America, you can still find them in America. I ended up buying this instead. Yeah. Uh, by the way. <laughs> Massive, yeah. That could work. Yeah. But for the for Pokemon tournament, I did play Pokemon again in the arcades the other day to try and beat Dark Mewtwo. Man, he is tough as balls. <laughs> that mm. guy is hard to beat. So, uh... <laughs> I keep forgetting you're still actually playing that game in the arcades. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Kind of, I've only played it twice. Twice just to play Dark Mewtwo. I played single player both times. And... I think um, with Danny playing Xenoblade and Cyrus playing um, Pokémon Tournament, these are two like you know Japan ex- well not exclusive, but you know been around Japan for so long that it's like old news by the time it comes out in the West. But you know right. because the West haven't seen it yet, it's it'll be you know all fresh again for them. But for us, it's like well. Well, yeah, we talked about that in July. It's like yeah, <laughs> we've right. forgotten about it. Yeah, I keep okay. forgetting that Xenoblade hasn't been released in America yet. Like every time I <laughs> see like launch date to be announced soon, I'm like, hasn't this game been out forever? Yeah, man, April 29th, guys. Come on, you remember that day? <laughs> but it it turns out the the Wii U version of this Pokémon tournament will be coming out. Around about the same time, like you said, Danny said March 18th right. here. I just don't think they just specified like a date on, on, for the West just yet. But uh, yeah, I would imagine probably be around the exact same time. So Pokemon games usually come out around about the same, yeah, well, if not the same day. Yeah. I'm not sure with uh, with the spin-off games like um, if Explorers or whatever those games. I'm not sure they sync up internationally. <laughs> Who cares? Uh, yeah, you're right. They don't because that. Yeah, it's this even this year. It's the same type of a thing couple month like delay or something but yeah but yeah. uh yeah moving on something that we talked about here on here as well and I'm glad that Nintendo seems to be listening to us yeah <laughs> they're going to have some kind of like a Mario Maker portal web portal website that you can check uh, basically all the stuff in the game aside from playing and creating you can check like every other thing that uh you can basically do well, which is kind of more cool. important than that you can actually browse by, you know, like, auto-playing levels. You can, you know, filter those out if you wanted to. Right. Um, easy, medium, and hard, um, you know, by the game type. You know, if you only want Mario World ones, you can search by that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks really, like, I don't know how they're doing it because there are no tags. There are no, um, what do you call them, meta tags right. in the game. So I don't know, maybe they've got some algorithms to scan the, ne- the titles of the levels or... 
you know, how they're created, you know, something like that. Maybe it'll be something they'll do, they'll add as an update where you can tag your levels. I don't think they're going to do that. I think, you know, maybe it'll be just like if a level has several music blocks in, that that'll be labeled as a music level or something like that. Um, so, yeah, it'll be very interesting. So I think this is pretty cool because you can actually, um, I mean, <laughs> Ty's going to say, you know, welcome to 2006 or whatever, but, like, <laughs> you, you can actually um, send levels to your Wii U uh, to be played later. Like, it'll create a playlist um, right. within the game. So you can actually, like, you know, I think you'll be able to actually copy-paste codes because, you know, obviously if you're on a computer or a browser, you can copy-paste codes, right? You might be able to do that as well because right now you have to type in numbers, right? Right. So that'll be a lot more streamlined. Uh, and also, yeah, you press Add to Queue and then that appears in the playlist called, like, whatever it's called, Mario Portal playlist in the game and it'll just queue them all up. So you can actually browse stuff, you know, on the bus or whatever. Say, oh, I want to play that later. Boom, when you get home, it'll be there waiting for you. Right. Um, so that's very, very cool. Yeah. And, I, you know, like we are talking, too, even just, like, looking at what pe- comments people leave on your stages, maybe you get stars and stuff like that, too. It's it's always kind of good because, you know, you have to, like, man, I really want to know if somebody played my stage. No, well, now you can basically anywhere you are. So that's nice. Well, no, you just have Miiverse for that. Uh, <laughs> Actually, yeah, on, on that point, I felt like an idiot for this, but, like, I... I'd, for the first time ever, I logged into Miiverse on my iPad, uh-huh. <laughs> and and I was like, oh shit, yeah, Miiverse is on the web browser. I forgot about that. And you can read all the comments that people have been leaving in your Mario Maker levels, and yeah. but this loads up in like three seconds <laughs> yeah. instead of forty-five seconds. The the only thing you can't do is you know like see who's been playing your levels, but you yeah. can read the comments and you know all of that kind of stuff. So yeah. Pro tip, if you just want to read comments that people have left on your Mario Maker levels, just use a browser on your on your computer yeah. or your phone even. Anything is faster than the freaking <laughs> the Wii U Miiverse app, right? Yep, that's right. Yeah. So... Please, please understand. Yes. <laughs> Moving on here to a big thing that came out of the Direct 2. Mother 3 is coming to the Wii U Virtual Console. So you guys in the West... Ooh. Get ready to never have that happen. Probably <laughs> not coming. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hey, so. Mother One came out. Yeah, they, but that was pretty much already finished, though, right? Like, it literally was finished. You already had the game translated, like Nintendo, like locally, right? Well, how do you know that the they just didn't bother um, releasing the English version of this one? You don't know. It could be in a vault somewhere. I, I don't know. <laughs> right. No, but it is coming out here in Japan December 17th, like 650 yen. Same, it's a normal price for Game Boy Advance games, I'm pretty sure. but Or something, maybe that would even be cheaper, I don't know. But um, it's pretty close to you know standard price for that stuff, so it's not getting marked up nowhere near as what I think Earthbound did and uh, maybe Beginnings did as well. But comes out day before Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you're saying there's a, there's a prepaid card, like another three-themed... Red card, I'm assuming. That's right, and it, it they only showed like in an increments of like two thousand or something, like twenty bucks. But oh, it's I mean, not the game. It's just no, no, just like a prepaid card. Uh, okay. Sometimes they have like just you know different cards with themes. They did at one point have like special <laughs> QR code or like AR cards 
With, there were prepaid cards too. That was kind of neat. So you have to spend 400 yen more than you actually need. No, 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 no. You you just spend it. Get a mother card. Yeah, it's I like, don't know oh. what, it, what it's like in America, but in, in Japan, you just go to a 7-Eleven. They've got a whole like area where it's just prepaid cards for all the consoles, Amazon, Steam, everything. Right. And, uh, but yeah, like you're saying, you can get these little R different themed and Nintendo cards with like a, an AR panel on them. Oh, yeah. so you just like look at it with your 3DS and the character will pop up and take yeah. photos with Mario. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I yeah. thought it was really cool at first, but then I was like, okay, I don't need to buy any more Nintendo credit. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's it's an interesting collector's thing, I guess, if you're buying a shit ton of points. But, uh... Yeah. It's like the Box Boy download card. That was just the game, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I was going to say, I have it over here. It's not there anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Danny's already packed it. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm moving next weekend. So, Well, in like less than a week. So I had to start packing up my stuff. But Okay, next thing. Yeah. So to bypass the fact that uh, no foreigners are allowed to publish on the eShop in Japan, <laughs> um, Nintendo uh, publishing all of these uh, Western indie games. Uh, Year Walk, Soldiers and, Sold and Soldiers, one and two actually, isn't it? Yep. Yep. Uh, Tiny Thief, and so they they were available immediately after the direct. Yeah, published by Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this isn't the first time Nintendo's done this. I think, gosh, what's that game from the World of Goo Guys that came out at the Wii U launch? Do you remember? Oh, the Inferno. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, like, something. But yeah, you guys know what we're talking about. But uh, they, I think Nintendo published that here, and like maybe a couple other weird ones too. Um, but yeah, so this isn't like abnormal. But it just to see like indie games coming out from the West from Western studios, it's it's something that doesn't happen as often as what it does in the West. I mean, you know, for a lot of different reasons. But you know, we've talked about before. Mostly racism. I mean, basically, I mean, you don't have an office in Japan. It's like, I get it. You want to make sure that, you know, these guys have some kind of uh, Japanese support, you know, for their company, so they have to get in contact with somebody to basically be the middleman for them, you right. know. And... It's, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's like, you know, I mean, Danny, like, moving house, I mean, you, you had to basically rely on a Japanese person to do that all that kind of technical mumbo-jumbo for you, right? Because as a whitey, you ain't getting anywhere near a house loan, right? Right, right, right. It's the, so, same I mean, thing. it's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Even if it was like, you know, somebody, you know, reasonably like medium sized studio, like, you know, like Shovel Knight's uh, studio, like, it's like, nope, you need a Japanese publisher. It's like, yeah. sorry. <laughs> so, who is publishing Shovel Knight, by the way? Oh, I forgot. I think I saw that the other day. Is it Intergrow or something like that, maybe? Uh, I don't remember. Like, kind of like this mid tier size company here, maybe even like bottom, borderline, like pretty small. But yeah. um, yeah. But yeah, that's that's why you get. I mean, even freaking like Rockstar. I mean, Capcom. Is it Capcom? Yes. Who pub <laughs> publishes GTA in Japan? Yeah, and, that's uh, right. Really? Square Square Enix uh, for Call of Duty. Yep. It's, I mean, even massive studios like that. It's just fucking ridiculous. Racism is crazy. Get out, whiteies. Just give us your game and get out. <laughs> yeah. So. Please understand. Um, Exactly. Kind of moving on here to uh, Monster Hunter Cross is getting some special Star Fox themed Fey lines, the little cats. <laughs> however the hell you spell nice that. Nice spelling. Yep. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> however, the, however you spell that. Um, 
And it's kind of like a 7-Eleven exclusive type of thing. So if you go to your 7-Eleven, your local Japanese neighborhood, you can uh, go and download them for free when the game comes out next week. So I this week... This promotion. Go to a 7-Eleven to download Star Fox costumes in Monster Hunter Cross. Yes. Like, this, this is... There's no synergy between <laughs> any of these three things. Make sure, make sure you take your parents with you. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that is weird. It is weird. Seven Eleven branded, Star Fox branded <laughs> Capcom game. Like it's one thing. Like Happy on a Nintendo has some has some Seven Eleven exclusive stuff where you can get like Seven Eleven counters right. and Seven Eleven shelves in your Happy Home Designer menus, or like Fantasy Star, you can get fan, you can get Seven Eleven stuff in your house. But like, why why are they Seven <laughs> Eleven exclusive Star Fox stuff? Monster yeah. Hunter. I mean, they, they, with the previous Monster Hunter games, there have been stuff like this that happened before. I think with the Zelda-themed stuff, I think with uh, the original Vanilla 4, um, they eventually came out, I believe, on the eShop, and then you could actually just purchase them or maybe download them for free even. I, I don't remember, but I think it'll be the same thing with here. Uh, they just want people to, you know, go to 7-Eleven and get some potato chips along with their free stuff. Because <laughs> a lot of the times when Japanese people, uh, maybe it's just my wife, but... I guess the thing, you go to a place and you don't buy anything, you you feel terrible. So, like, I was at 7-Eleven with her, and we're looking for something, and it wasn't there. So, like, okay, let's get out of here. She's like, well, I feel like i got to buy something. I was like, <laughs> no, we don't. We don't have to get anything. Let's just get out of here. I don't think that's exclusive to Japanese people. I've been with so many people where, like, even, like, going to a restaurant, I'm like, well, we came in. We kind of have to buy something here now. I'm like, no, let's get out of this trash hole. Yeah. I mean, Ty often leaves with things in his pockets that he hasn't paid for. <laughs> Wait, what? there, <laughs> Ty. Very, very baggy trousers he wears when he goes to 7-Eleven. Yes. Um. So, I'll just kind of bang through some of this other stuff that's up here on the list. Uh, they showed off this. I don't. James, maybe you can say something about this too, or Ty or whoever. Uh, but, you know, there's this puzzle game that I think it, it was originally released on smartphones here, maybe iOS and Android. It's called Q. And it's kind of like a physics-based type of a puzzle thing. And it looks... Was this a Japan exclusive thing? It might be. Because um, I've never heard of this thing. <laughs> it's probably one of those, like, you know, smartphone trash bullshit yeah. that they've just copied and pasted onto the eShop. That's exactly what it seems like it is. And that's coming out. It's already out on the 3DS. Yeah. <laughs> Which is how Puzzle and Dragons first started off. And yeah. now that's... $40 retail game. Hey, I mean, you can find that really cheap now on Amazon. Like, 1,000 yen. Oh, they're also doing... Oh, maybe that's later in the in the agenda, but, yeah, there's another one that's in a similar vein. The, um... What's the... Oh, God. Monster they talk Strike. about it on A4 all the time as well. Monster, Monster Strike? Strike? Yeah. Oh, Monster, Monster Strike, yeah. God, that's so popular in Japan. It's mental. Yep. Every, every, like... Yeah, every person I see on the train is playing Monster Strike. Crazy. Yeah, I think I just didn't put that in the agenda because I didn't want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm yeah. just, I feel dirty for even bringing it up. But yeah, just like, yeah, bullshit smartphone games. Get them off my console, please. Pretty much. Well, um, if this is not a smartphone game. This is actually a Wii U game coming to 3DS. You know, Hyrule oh. Warriors. And <laughs> that's something that we've already, you know, we've talked about. It's been a, a thing that we've known about. I gave impressions about the 3DS version that I played it on. TGS, but uh, one thing that was kind of shown off was Linkle, and uh, I was wondering if you guys had any thoughts about that, basically essentially kind of like a female Link that's going to be in the game. 
Yeah, well, so I know that this Lincoln design in that old, like the you know the Hyrule Historia or the one of the art books. I had two copies, like the Japanese one yeah. and the English one. They're gone now. So she was shown in that. She was like an unused character design in those books. So worst character ever. Wait. <laughs> front, I think it's cool that they just took her from an old, unused concept and brought her to the game. That's kind of fun. Hey guys, what if Zelda was a girl? <laughs> <laughs> That's a stupid thing to say. Next year they tell me Metroid's a girl. No, Metroid's are robots. <laughs> Thomas is his girlfriend he has to rescue from, I don't know. Doctor Doom? Rid- Ridley. Ridley's definitely a girl. Okay, um, but uh, yeah, what were we talking about? <laughs> yeah, as, as oh, a I design, hope Linkle is such a Japanese girl design, like pigtails, tie-high boots, a little cardigan thing. It's. It I just of, I think I don't know. I hope that you guys agree that when you saw this, it was. I mean, Ty was trolling, but um, I hope this was like uh, you know, precedent that you know, Link will be either. Uh, selectable as either male or female, or might even just be female from the start in the Wii U Zelda. Because hmm. I think it'd be pretty cool to choose to be Link or Zelda at the beginning and then rescue the other, or maybe it's just a, a male or female Link, uh, and you know it's either Prince Zelda or Princess Zelda that you rescue, you know, or whatever you want. That'd be so cool to customize it like that. Yeah, I would love that, but I think that's giving Nintendo too much credit. <laughs> it's really depressing. Hey man, they've come they've come far since Tomodachi's life. They've had you know like same sex marriages in um, Fire Emblem, right? And they also had Triforce Heroes, which was the perfect chance to have a <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. like no, it's important <laughs> to the story. One step back, one step forward, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I. I really don't know. They seem really protective of Zelda and Link, so. But I, yeah, it's true. I mean, the, the footage, the footage that we've seen from Zelda Wii U, I look, I looked amazing, by the way. Um, yeah. The they kind of blended it in with the uh, the Twilight Princess HD stuff quite cleverly. Um, it does look amazing, but like they they're not they have shown Link walking around some parts, but like that very first cutscene that we ever saw, like that Link looking character had kind of like ponytail type things or like braids or something, right? And that that's when the, the talk started happening, you know, when we saw that video. Um, but some of the later videos, it looked very much like a Twilight Princess style Link or like, but with the kind of the effect of like a Skyward Sword kind of cartoony effect. Right. Um, so who knows? Uh, who knows? We, we still know nothing about that game. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing how little we know about that game. It's oh. coming uh, November 17th, 2016. <laughs> yes. That's the confirmed date, by the way, in my mind. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Uh, next up, uh, like I said, just some other things. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei 4 Final is um, for 3DS coming out on February 10th. I was like, okay, I thought there already was a Shin Megami Tensei 4, but I guess they're... <laughs> this is it. Danny, Danny, the final. The, is it say the final or is this final? It doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> um, another game that I think James can. This is just right up his alley. Uh, Cold Sept Revolt is coming to the 3DS in 2016. Oddly enough, this trailer was completely in English, 
<laughs> with Japanese subtitles because I was just trying to get the feel of this thing. But there's been games, cold tip games on the, um, uh, 3DS and stuff before, and one on 360 or something. I think maybe Don was talking about that at one point. But anyways, I know you guys don't care. But um, <laughs> the developer Omiyasoft is actually just a hop, skip, and jump away from where I live. Wait, Coldacept. I love Coldacept. Oh, okay. Well, it's that's a but let me tell you, it's a struggle to get these games to come out in English. I bet. But <laughs> that's a good uh, reason I, why. No, it's a, it's a really good game. It's fun. I played the 360 one uh, with some of my friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys don't know, it it's a Monopoly esque kind of game, except you also play like Magic the Gathering monsters or <laughs> on it, and you fight for you the territory. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a really good simple formula, and it's super fun. Cool. <laughs> I couldn't be less interested in that from that description. <laughs> All right, it's a bad description, but it's fun. <laughs> Just okay. play Monopoly, and everyone has like Magic decks, and instead of chance cards, you pull like new cards for your deck. That would be fun. Yeah, there's there's a lot of spell cards. There's a lot of item cards used in combat. And um, you have to make a lot of reads. You have to try to read what the other person does because you can't see the card they select. So Pokemon Picross coming December. (laughs) Oh, yep. It's Picross with Pokemon. That's a thing. Free to start. That's coming. Free to to start. Yeah, you sounded like them. I think that's exactly what they said, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is the difference? Free to play means like you can play it for as long as you want, but you might have to pay, you know, like in our purchases, things. right? I think free to start is just their way. They're trying to get rid of. I think it just means you get. I think it means you just get level one for free, and then if you want the rest, you have to pay. I think that's the difference. It might be like how World of Warcraft is now, where you can play until like level twenty or something for free. And if you want to play any of your characters above that level, you have to pay. What was the um, the push mode? The, the third push mode game, Danny. The push mode, crash mode, and block mode. The I don't remember. There are like different names in every region, man. Four blocks, four blocks, four blocks, bomb the blocks. One... Anyway, the third one that was like that, right? You yeah. you you got one world, the, the tutorials world for free, and then you could choose packs of what you wanted. So I think yeah. that's basically what they're going for. Like you can you can have the game for free and you can play a little bit, but if you want the full game, you have to pay for it. Yeah. Well, on the Pokemon vein here too. I mean, as everybody knows, you know, the original Pokemon Game Boy Pokemon games are coming out on uh, 3DS Virtual Console, and uh, here in Japan, that means red, green, blue, yellow, all of those, and. There's a really cool package that they have here, too. You guys probably saw this, and, and James, I don't think this happened in the, uh, the West, right? Um, the download cards with the magnet? Yeah, with it comes with basically the original yes. Game Boy box. Yeah, and... red, blue, and yellow, I think they do. Okay. Yeah. But so, the, the green, green is exclusive to Japan, right? Because right. green was their original color, right? It was red and yeah, green. Red and green. Blue was apparently blue. Like, a, like a bug fix, for the the originals, <laughs> hmm. which is uh, weird. Yeah, yeah. that's why they have four colors in Japan, but we only have yep. three in the West. Yep. So I'm, I'm I might buy all four of them. Uh, <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> but you know what? What's actually I have Pokemon Yellow that I an honest to god version that I found boxed with the cart, everything manuals. It was like 300 yen. So maybe I should just skip out on that one and get the other three. What so why think? not pay a thousand yen for a non-real game? 
See? I like it. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's cool that you get a map and uh, yeah. the, the, the magnet that looks like the cart. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But, yeah paying a thousand yen for a magnet and a little map, probably not the cleverest thing you could do. Pretty close, but <laughs> <laughs> I do I do love with these versions how they uh they added in like online capability for trading. So you mm -hmm. know, cause you obviously can't use link cables. So the it's really cool how they patched in online trading. Is it is it online or just local wireless? Well, maybe it's just local, but yeah, I, but even yeah. still, that they made the trading possible. It's yeah, not that's just a, It's not just yeah. an emulator running this game. I think I think that's why we thought that they would never come. Uh, because of that very reason. So the fact that they did that is pretty mind-boggling. Yeah. yeah. I'm still not sold on the $10 price or $1,111 yen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd rather find an old Game Boy and buy the cartridges for, like, I, probably I less. Guy, I saw a guy on the train the other week. He was just playing uh, it was gold on his uh, little Game Boy Color on the, the train. So <laughs> that dude. Oh, uh, bless him. Battery copy of gold. Nice, nice. Uh, Wrap-up stuff with the Direct here, I guess. Uh, you know, we already talked about the Splatoon up update earlier. And then the last thing, you know, Cloud coming to Super Smash Brothers. you guys have any interest in this? you guys want to pick them up? Guys. Using... My, my favorite thing was that somebody tweeted a picture that was created, like, maybe soon after Brawl came out, um, of, like, a, a fan mock-up with, like, you know, Cloud and Dew. From from Street Fighter and all these other characters, which is the exact roster that it is now. <laughs> it's yeah. like I love my favorite one of those is like it's a screenshot of the level of the character select. So it has like Ryu, yeah. it has Cloud, it has Duck Hunt, all these all the characters, and it's like if this was leaked as an actual screenshot before the game like... came out, people would laugh at you for being ridiculous and how fake it is. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, this has been this has been mentioned several times on several podcasts, but it is kind of ironic that Cloud, you know, the character most associated with Final Fantasy VII, the game which <coughs> killed Nintendo, <laughs> basically ended Nintendo's you know dominance in video games, the start of the PlayStation era. You know, I mean, I I actually mentioned this on probably my first ever RFN appearance. Um, back, you know, way before the Famicast existed, and uh, we were talking about this uh, topic, Final Fantasy VII, and um, I just remember, like, back in the UK, I seen a huge billboard. Um, we were driving through, I think it was Leeds, and there was this huge billboard, like, on the side of this, like, large building, and it just had, a like, the render of that, you know, the Final Fantasy VII city with mm -hmm. Cloud and his sword, and the, the caption underneath was something like, 8 million polygons... They would never fit on a cartridge, and it was just—I I was just like—it was like—it was like a dagger in my heart. I was like, "Fuck you!" It's like, <laughs> "Fuck you!" Oh, I can—I can still envision that exact advertisement in all my copies of CVG that I used to. <laughs> and now he is exclusive on Wii U. It's yeah. like no, a game that has never defense, existed. He—he he was in that Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories game, and he was in that Theater Rhythm. And the Theater Rhythm sequel. That's like yes. at least three games. See, yeah. If I if I can remove around. remove the dagger from my heart for a moment, in all seriousness, yeah, this, this is this is um this is quite a positive thing because you know with Square Enix you know announcing that Dragon Quest Eleven um is going to be on NX and you know that could mean that 
uh, you know, Final Fantasy 15 might be, you know, and then with Cloud, it's kind of like, I think there's a new, there's a rekindling of their relationship, and it's, yeah, it's definitely, uh, it's a good sign of things to come, I think. I think it's like a, you know, it's a, it's a dove, it's a white dove. (laughs) And even, I'm, I'm just kind of happy for the players of the game, because, like, I have no real interest in Cloud, I will still buy him, but like it's everyone's wet dream to get to play as the cloud beating up Ryu, beating up Sonic while Mario watches from a lawn chair. It's like <laughs> this ridiculous in your wildest child's imagination would this never have happened. Yep, so I'm gonna I'm cool. gonna buy him. I'm gonna buy him. As I as I alluded to in my new business, I mean I refuse to buy any clone characters or old characters from Brawl. Like fuck that Lucas. Yeah, please pay five dollars for Lucas. Yeah, how about you kiss my asshole? But <laughs> Cloud, brand new character, who's never been in a Nintendo game before. Yes, please. Thank you very much. I'll I'll take that. Uh, that's I've the only other character I bought is you, for that you know same reason. So, but yeah, me too. Fuck off. I just got him for free, and I bought every other character. I got my new amiibo up on my shelf. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> and then you bought every other character. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I buy every character on my Wii U because I want to have the full roster, and then I only buy characters I actually want on my 3DS. How, many, how, how, many, how many times have you played as Lucas? I've never played as Lucas. <laughs> I think I played as him twice just so I could say that I've played as Lucas. Case closed. No. But see, hey. I, have, I have my Wii U because I want people to come over and play my Wii U, so I want all the characters for that reason. That's it. I mean, uh, one of my buddies came over a couple weeks ago, and he's Don't like, dude, lie. let's play some Smash. Okay, some uh, imaginary <laughs> friend came over, and I put it by myself again. I, I put my Amiibo down on my console. And... <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to buy the Lucas that? Amiibo? <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> no, I'd get nasty. Can I read you guys this tweet here? Yes. By Cashamil Animo- Anime Boy, dated <laughs> what? June 8, 2011. Mm-hmm. He says, in all caps, Super Smash Bros. is going to be on 3DS, plus I heard Cloud from Final Fantasy VII will be in the Super Smash Bros. for Wii 2. <laughs> There's a man, he, he knows what's going on. That is everyone's uncle at Nintendo. He made a Twitter account, finally. <laughs> or, is it, or is it some greasy teenager who happened to be, look out and get right? Nintendo works at his uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo is his uncle. Yes. yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Good luck to the guy. Yes. Well, um, there's a little bit more news that I think we could talk about. Actually, Sai, would you mind talking about this other stuff that you probably yeah, know a lot more about than I do? So, like I mentioned earlier, massive restock of Amiibo. It's, like, mm-hmm. disgusting. They're everywhere. And, uh... <laughs> Disgusting. But also, and there's a bunch of like, like so that Amiibo shit festival or whatever we're supposed to call it is uh, that released, and it's got a bunch of kind of Japan exclusive setups you can buy. So like in a in America, you can exclusively get the like Isabel and some other character. You can only get them included in the bundle with the game, and uh. But Isabel and that guy, you can just buy them separately here. They're just on the shelf as single amiibo. So right. I got myself an Isabel. She's up there chilling. 
pride of place on top of my shelf. But um, then also they announced there's a couple of previously Japan exclusive guys are getting a Western release. So the the Japanese colored Famicom Rob amiibo. Because mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if if you played Smash Bros, you might notice that Rob is different colored if you have a Japanese version or an American yeah, version. Yeah, I've I've got him. Yeah. So the the American one is has the the NES colored the flat gray. And the Japanese one has the red trim from the Famicom. Do you, do you think that the NES one would get released in Japan? Uh, no one would give a, give a shit, would they? <laughs> well, that's what's going to happen. They're, they've, they already released the gray ones. Yeah. yeah, check it out right here. Repid. So that color one is already available <laughs> in, uh, in America, but now they're bringing over, probably for a limited run, they're going to release the, the Famicom colored one in America. So... Hmm. So people like Justin Barubi on staff can get it without yeah. having to import the <laughs> Japanese one. Yeah, I, I already did like a, a shopping run. I had like, I think I had nine Robs or Robots as they're called in Japan. Robots. I, I sent them over to like to two different people who distributed them to all their friends. So, uh, <laughs> who then put them straight on eBay. Yes. Um, and, Amiibo Festival, by the way, uh, got a 4.5 out of 10 on the site. So, yeah. just so you know, we're not kidding when we say shit festival. I, I did a little count as well, because Amiibo just turned one year old, uh, like a couple of days Yay. ago. Happy but in that space, they've released like 75 Amiibo. Which <laughs> <laughs> is ridiculous. Plus How 200 cards? Plus the 200 <laughs> cards, yes. I didn't even yeah. count those. Uh... So yeah, and there's like there's 15 more Amiibo that have been announced but not released yet. So they're gonna make a new Street Fighter. Yeah, Amiibo, right? Uh, yeah, they showed him. I think he's like a Target exclusive in America. But... Oh dear, sorry, America. Oh no, and I guess there'll be a Cloud one. <laughs> oh no, it was Roy that was Target exclusive. It's uh, Ryu hasn't been announced yet. That's crazy. There'll be he has been announced as a figure. There'll be a Japanese. There'll be a a Nintendo toy. Final Fantasy character. <laughs> that's, that's so weird. <laughs> so weird. Cloud with Nintendo on his base, you know. Right. Yeah, but uh, Amiibo is here to stay, I think. It's uh, a fairly big cash cow. So. Yeah. Good job, Nintendo, yep. I guess. It used to be Pokemon that kept Nintendo afloat. Now it's, <laughs> now it's Amiibo. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Nintendo are just, they've got their finger over that fucking release the Pokemon cards amiibo. Like, that, that, that'll, if they ever start to flag on, on funds, that's just a shot in the arm that bankrupt half of the country. Yeah. And it, it is weird how it's not actually taken off as much in Japan, you know, considering how much Japan loves spending lots of money on shit they don't need. Um, I mean, Japanese people love spending lots of money. I mean, you know, $90 for an RPG, why not? $200 for a square melon. You had a good tweet about that recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. $50 for an anime soundtrack, why not? (laughs) Um, But, you know, know, 1,200 yen for an amiibo of a classic Nintendo character? Nah. What's wrong with these people? Charge more money. (laughs) Yeah, it's too cheap, maybe, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> if they doubled it, they might be interested. Yes, but yeah, it's amazing. Like, there's a lot of Chinese students in my university that I teach, and 
none of them spend as much money on crap they don't need than Japanese students do. It's it's kind of amazing. <laughs> it's like when it comes to like you know smartphone games, like you know whatever it is, all the shit items that you can you know hats for your character or whatever. Just spend so much money, but. I don't know. It's not not as much of a thing in China. It seems <laughs> it's got to be a Chinese game for that to kick off. I guess probably. <laughs> Who knows? It's interesting. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, I think it was on one of the latest episodes of Eight Four. I mean, the Japan mobile market is still considered like one of the most viable in the world. I mean, why do, why do they separate Japan from you know the rest of Asia? It's because like J- Japanese people spend more money. They just mm-hmm. like spending money on stuff, <laughs> and they have no problem with it. Otherwise, you know, as West Westies, you know, we like to try and get things for free as much as possible. Right, but like I get it too. I mean, if you're playing a game that's free, and you want to drop like five bucks to get something, and if man, if you've been enjoying the game for something like ten, twenty, thirty hours, I don't personally have a problem, or, or I'm opposed to somebody paying, wanting to pay a little bit of money. Because you're getting something out of the game if you've been playing it for that long. But if you just, I just bought this, I just got this game for free. I need to win. I, you might need to go see a psychiatrist or something. <laughs> but you know, like um, how like iOS, like iPhones, are more popular in Japan. I mean, they're more expensive, and the App Store, oh, you know, you know, people spend money in the App Store more than the Android Play Store. I mean, people mm-hmm. get Android because they want to hack it. They want to get. ROMs, they want to get emulators, they want to play shit for free, they want to download yeah, you know, free games. You know, cheap sla- cheapskates like si- uh, t- uh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> like Ty, who'd rather pay not, not pay for anything. You know, they go for Android, right? My students routinely <laughs> make fun of me having a Galaxy and not having an iPhone. Uh, sure. Exactly. I mean, I don't have any smartphone, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's there's less of the kind of you know the emulator and the you know the the hacking and shit in Japan because people are just like eh, if I get I'll just buy it mm. you know rather than uh, I might as well go out my way and try and get it for free you know whatever it's weird like all the software that that my students use they they don't mind paying you know whatever it is like hundreds of dollars for like you know Photoshop subscriptions and all that kind of stuff yeah but like. <laughs> it's not, I don't want to racially profile you here, but like the Chinese <laughs> students, the Chinese is pretty much exclusively are using, uh, you know, torrents, torrented versions of their software. I because I've seen them, you know, downloading the torrents sometimes in the class. <laughs> <laughs> don't you have a responsibility as like an educator, as a member yeah. of the? The, the system as being kind of a, a branch of the man in your own yeah, yeah, respect. Yeah. So like, shouldn't you, you shut that down? That? It's like, eh, I can't afford the full full software. I'm like, yeah, what am I going to say? <laughs> get <All right>. a job! <laughs> get out and get a job! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I guess to wrap up the news, we do have some charts that we should just go through here pretty quickly. Um, I'll go ahead and just kind of run through it here. So, uh, this again, uh, God, I didn't write the date. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> it's a shame because these charts are so fancy looking. Well, I spent a lot of time making the, this chart look really nice, but I forgot to write exactly when it was from. I believe it's from like two weeks ago. And probably the uh, first, yeah, yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Basically, like the first week of November-ish or something, second week. And, uh, <laughs> News. Whatever. 
So he was on uh, the Famicast. Yeah, so God Eater Resurrection on PS4 came in at number 10. And uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 for PS3 has actually made a list. Uh, then following there shortly, well, right after that, uh, Super Mario Maker for Wii U. Um, Yokai Watch Buster is still up there in the mix at number 7. Need for Speed, the new PlayStation 4 title. That's at number 6. Uh, Disney Magic Castle, My Happy Life 2, which I told you guys I would love to talk about one of these days. I had a <laughs> good demo at TGS. I took a picture of the nice little thing they had set up there. I actually uh, wouldn't mind playing it. It looks like a cute game. It, it is a cute game. And, I mean, it, it's a definitely a kid's game, but, you know, if you like Disney stuff and pretending like you're in the world because you can use Sorry, it. Sorry, is this actually that. happening now? What now? Are we, are we actually, is this actually happening? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we'll talk is about it. Is this real life? <laughs> Come to my world. <laughs> so uh, then next on the list, Splatoon, up there at number four. And then number three, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, which the first week of its release uh, clocked in at number three. So that's a thing. And, um, <laughs> yeah, and I bet that was about 8,000 yen, $90, right? Yeah, I think, I think it's fairly expensive. Another kind of expensive game, too, Project Cross Zone 2, uh, size game of the year. Um, coming up here. Uh, that came in at number two. And oddly enough, the number one game, I think this is the second week in a row, is on the list. Call of Duty Black Ops 3 for the PS4 coming in at number one. Blops. Shocked. Cod Blops, top of a chart. Madness. Yeah. Two out of three games in the top three in Japan are Western games. Yeah. Wow. But the second is Project Cross Zone, so clearly Japan has zero taste. <laughs> 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 That's amazing. Well, Black getting Ops to the yeah, uh, produced uh, by published by Square, right? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Amazing. So, going back to hardware, 3DS on top of things that particular week, uh, followed by the PlayStation 4, then the Wii U, Vita, PS3, and then the low, poor, lonely Xbox One. Who it seems like they've been kind of consistent again, over 500 units. So, just creeping their way up to uh, 60,000 overall. They're playing the long game. <laughs> it's going to smash 60,000 units by the end of the year. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So. I mean, gr- granted, Nintendo 3DS sold you know almost half of that in a week. <laughs> but you know, let's just ignore that. Yeah. So, so yeah, Wii U is destroying PS4 by a little margin. <laughs> two, mil- margin. 2 million PS4s to 2.6 million Wii U's. Yeah. Which is quite unusual because, you know, the rest of the world is like, you know, it's not even close between <laughs> PS4 and the next uh, console, which I'm assuming is X-Bone. Yeah, I don't mean... I mean, here in Japan, obviously, you know, the Wii U had a bit of a, a head start, <laughs> obviously, on the PlayStation 4, but even on the PlayStation 4 release here in Japan, it was, what, like two, three, four months later? So we're coming up to Christmas uh, Christmas season here, so this is the time when people buy their hardware bundles. Yeah. Um, so yeah, NCL is doing a great job of having a Splatoon bundle and keeping it the same exact price as everything yeah. else. So I think I tweeted out a picture of the launch. I, I used the kind of the date feature on Google mm-hmm. and did uh, like a 2011 search on Amazon, and I found it for like 32,000 yen. Mm-hmm. And then there's like today's price, and it was like thirty-four thousand yen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it literally hasn't changed in. Uh, yeah, yeah. It probably there was a tax increase if you really want to get into specifics, but uh, yeah, 
anyways, yeah, unacceptable. And oh yeah, the tax has increased, right? We're on eight yeah. percent now, and five uh, percent before. Yeah, yeah. So that's but still. I mean, come on, <laughs> you know. But all right, well, that's going to pretty much do it for the news. And up next, Ty has a really fun fake or real for us. So yeah. Hi, how about you take it away, man? All right. Uh, as I, I'm known to do time to time, I do fake or real. I name and describe uh, five different video games. Well, three usually, but this time it's five. Mm-hmm. And these guys have to guess if they're fake or real. Fake. Are they genuine weird Japanese games or did I make them up? Hmm. All right. This time. I know yeah. your game. I've learned your pattern. There, There is no pattern. <laughs> not Well, yeah, you, you're not aware of it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do use random number generators to uh, determine... Determine, yeah, sometimes <laughs> a coin. I actually use random.org. I'll give them a shout-out. Yeah, yeah. Professional random numbers. Yes. <laughs> All right. Paying the so, big bucks. I may be light on the descriptions here because the theme is weird-ass uh, titling uh, traditions, I guess, okay. habits. Very, these are very Japanese titles. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll just say that. Okay. All right. First game, let, let me struggle with how I even say this. <laughs> there, there's, an, there's an underscore... And then the word summer, and then two hashtags. Brilliant. <laughs> summer, summer, underscore, hashtag, hashtag. No, the underscore is first. All oh, right, so that go- that's so it goes to the top of any game list. I'm going to say yeah. no. <laughs> that's a good I'm idea. Gonna it, but no, that's fake. I'm, like, I'm calling fake on that one. Oh, but it, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to determine. Because I know there's like that goddamn group, there's a Korean pop group called like F bracket X bracket so like, <laughs> like you know, it's supposed to be like a function of X, but they just call them FX I'm like, no, stop abusing maths for your <sighs> corporate greed <laughs> the, the punctuation that... yeah, the punctuation and use of capital letters in, in band names in Japan drives me up the fucking wall <laughs> I mean, honestly it's like yeah, start with a lowercase, end with an uppercase, with an underscore between it. It's like, ugh. Being an English teacher in this country, you just ask, like, why? Why do we even bother sometimes? Most of the way, it's the way I learned how to, how, way I learned English <laughs> back at school anyway, so it doesn't make any difference to me. All caps? Yeah, of course. I'm screaming all the time. Kiss, kiss my feet, too, is probably my most hated one. But it's spelled, <laughs> it's spelled K-S-S-M-Y-F-T, and then the number two. Okay. Oh, God. Uh, well, Ty, I'm going to go ahead and say that this is a real thing. Underscore summer, hashtag, hashtag. Yeah. The real uh, games. There's, there's no game description, Ty? No. I'm not describing the game this time. This is pure title. Uh, just titles alone. Wow, this is hard. That's... Well, yeah, like I said, you know, Japanese people don't know punctuation or how to correctly use the alphabet or any anything in English, so I'm going to go, yeah, real. Okay, so we got a real from me and a real from uh, James and a fake from Sai. 
So, Ty. All right. What do we got? Uh, you'll be pleased to know that that one is real. <laughs> of course it is. <clears throat> yeah, it's... Uh, it's the top of every list, but not maybe. for the reason that it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's just um, just another goddamn visual novel. It's oh, like boy. the PS2 or PS3 version, whichever one it came out on, added the double hashtag. So you can get the one that's just underscore summer on <laughs> PC, I think. <laughs> except, except it says on the box it's pronounced under bar. Summer. Oh, yeah, that's how they do that. Yeah. But, right. but I have no idea how to say the hashtags. I think it's hashtag. I've seen it as like... sharp. Pound yeah. sign. Pound, Pound sign. <laughs> okay. So we got a couple points up on the board. Let's go to the, the next game. Okay. Hold on to your butts. The name <laughs> of this game is Sunday vs. Magazine Shuketsu Tojo Daikesen. Uh, oh, these names. Um, and I guess that would translate to Gathering Summit Big Playoff something. Do you want to hear it again? Say that again, yeah. Sunday versus Magazine. Shuketsu. Chojo Daikesen. Daikesen. This almost sounds um, familiar, like I've seen this somewhere. I think, isn't that, I think that is a magazine. So if that's a game, I got I got a reel on this. I think I'm gonna go true, too. You mean real? Yeah, it's real. Yeah, I'm I'm writing, I'm writing down my little notepad. Yep. T R F here. Let's make it three <laughs> reels. So it's gonna be a. We got gonna be a tournament in the house. TTs all across the board. It's gonna be a triple triple hit or a triple miss. <laughs> okay, so, so everybody's going to the reel. Yeah. Is that your final answer? Final answer this. Okay. Yeah, that one's real. Okay. <laughs> yes, that's wow. a. That's what is like this? a. It's like like a, the weekly versus daily fucking right. uh, Shonen Jump characters or whatever. Okay. <laughs> sure, yeah, I guess not? it's technically a fighting game, so I should know more about this, but I don't. You're letting <laughs> us down, man. Letting everybody down. How dare you? But you know that's a hell of a name. Yeah, it definitely is. Defense, I've never even heard of this game. So <clears throat> okay. All fighting game players let this one down. Pretty good. We get so Danny and James. We got two for two. Yep. yep. Pretty good. Size got one. Not bad. <laughs> not great either, but not bad. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm undefeated right now. Or you know whatever. <laughs> Whatever, you're on a hot streak. Did yeah. you lose last episode? Well, yeah, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to game number three. Niketsu Derby Stallion Two Hero Gaiden Plus. So, and I know that like the Niketsu stuff, that's usually like the Kunio Kun stuff, right? Like put this in front of that. Is like, it? Sometimes burning, yeah. burning fire. Yeah, like Niketsu, something usually high school, and then dodgeball, hockey, whatever at the same time. Huh. Yeah, I remember that. It had the word derby in it. Hmm. Well, it's I remember hot... that from that one <laughs> baseball like horse, game. Yeah. racing dating simulator or something. Yeah, Derby Stallion is a super well-known series with many, many games in it. Yeah. That I can tell you. This one you can date the horses. 
Hey, stranger <laughs> things of pigeons, for example. Yes. Do you want to hear the name again? Yes, please. Niketsu Derby Stallion 2 Hero Gaiden Plus. James, uh, I'm going to go for fake with this one. That's what I was going to do. Too. There's a bit too many words on that end of that uh, title. Yeah, I think I might actually go fake on this one too. The second time hearing it, I'm like, hmm. Hmm. All right, Danny, did did you go fake or real? I said fake. Okay. Triple fake. Triple fake. Wow. Yeah, you got it. Nice. It is fake. I made Yay. it up. Okay. Okay. I, I thought about it for a second. I was thinking, wait, is there a, like, because like I said, Kunio Kun, like a lot of the the games, or you know, what the heck? Um, they were localized like, with very different names, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. River City Ransom, stuff like that. That character. Right. So if you guys don't know, like a lot of those games when they came out here, like I said, a lot of the titles had that Niketsu like burning or whatever in front of it, and then like you know something something. I'm at this high school. I'm in the football club. I'm sorry, soccer <laughs> club, <laughs> and. Uh, you know, or whatever. But. Uh, yeah, I re- remember the uh, Niketsu Yaku Monogatari or something like that. Yeah, it, who knows? That sounds like that's probably real. All right, this is uh, game number four of five. Mm-hmm. All right, fake or real? The name of this game is Hello Kitty Makai Daibouken, which is, <laughs> I guess, an underworld adventure. <laughs> Big adventure. Oh, so boy. I think Makai, that's the bad guys from Darkstalkers, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, Underworld adventure, I'm going to go with true. Hmm. I'm going to say fake. Hmm. That sounds a bit dark for a Hello Kitty game. <laughs> I'm going to say fake. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. <laughs> if, it, if, it something, if, it, if it was something real? like sweets. I said it was real. All right. And Danny and James said fake. Yep. Yeah. All right, that one is fake. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> thought it would be, but it's just like it's just because Makai sounds pretty sinister just by Japanese word terms. But I'm like, this sounds great. I want this. Yeah, I'm lose but... anyway, I want to go out in a blaze of Hello Kitty glory. Yeah, <laughs> not a Hello Kitty thing, but it is a real Doraemon thing. I think it was a comic. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. If it, yeah. If it, if it was something like that's what I thought. That seems kind of dark. Sweets Paradise or something like that. Yeah. Sweets Paradise Makai Adventure. I I did play a Hello Kitty game at an E3 once and I got killed by a tank. <laughs> um, I th- I thought it was I thought it was in bounds for sure. Cats and Panzer. Makes sense. All right, now we're. Wow, Danny and James are four for four. Am I right? I yeah, I'm yeah. Pretty pretty good. Are, are they getting good at this? Am I slipping? No, dude, I did terrible last month. I did, like, <laughs> with you know getting everything right, that, like the the previous one. I mean, it's stupid. This is just lucky. My my secret is I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I keep failing because all the bad ones sound so amazing. I'm like, I want this to be real. You, if you guys... believe in it, it will be real. You try too hard, Cyrus. That's what, that's your problem. <laughs> You're overthinking it. Oh, over loving it's the difference. <laughs> All right, well, final game. <laughs> Your chance to uh, get a full streak or blow it and be total frauds. <laughs> the name of this game is Shoujo My Tank Is Fight. 
boy. Shoujo means girl in Japanese, by the way. Yeah, it's a young girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say fake. <laughs> oh, man. There's, there's, all, there's, almost too, there's too much English in one sentence there. You know what I'm going to say real. I'm going to say real, too, because that, that joke about cats und panzer, there is a, a show called Girls und Panzer. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I saw that. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, okay, Shoujo, my tank is fight. Well, that done. game is fake. Oh, I made it up. Man, man. <laughs> uh, that makes James the big winner, am I right? Yeah, five for five. Five for five. It, it would be even better if I actually cared about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, the only pleasure I get is knowing that Danny lost again. <laughs> <laughs> well, second, 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 yeah. Still, I mean, hey, still losing. The first Cy- Cyrus still hasn't actually grasped the rules of the game. He's, he still <laughs> thinks it's dream game. It's like, it's I like... want this so bad. It's like, dude, Cy, are you listening, man? <laughs> I'm just saying, if I saw Hello Kitty versus the Underworld, I'd be all over that game. Like... Yes, you would, but that's a game called uh, Fake or Dream, not Fake or Real. <laughs> yeah. I want to play that game. I would win that game every time. Mm-hmm. Yes, you would. Right. Uh, I did steal that <laughs> title from a book that uh, one of the Something Awful comedy writers uh, wrote about military history. So check that out. It's pretty funny. Cool. My tank is fight. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, uh, I think that's going to do it for Faker Wheel. So we're going to go yeah. ahead and move on Congratulations, here. Congratulations, James. Thank you. James. I guess. Burning hell. <laughs> this Cyrus Loss is sponsored by Sadness from Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Faker Wheel is a fake or real. Does this game exist or did I make it up? Faker Wheel is a fake or real. So to close up the show, um, we're going to go through some of your guys' feedback. Um, if you want to give us an email or get a hold of us at any time, you can do that. You can email us at famicast at nintendoworldreport.com, or you can hit us up on Twitter, the famicast at the famicast. So we we did have um, a bit of feedback on this call, actually. Okay. Yes, yeah, so there's only one question from. Yep. Uh, will I read it out? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. So I. I am Awakeify asked. Uh, so, favorite announcement of the Japanese Nintendo Direct? I mean, for me, that's that's actually kind of a good question. I mean, I think Cloud's really cool, but that's like not just Japan only, I guess. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, right, it has to be Japan exclusive. Because mine would have been the Mario Maker website. But, um, yeah. Japan exclusive? <laughs> is there anything? Really, he just says what was... Because all the three videos were kind of almost the same right. anyway, even with the slight differences. Some were different orders. Some were all right, whatever. let's decide for James. His favorite thing was when they talked about Monster Striker on 3DS. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yo, cul-de-sac. 
Yeah. Noted good game that has trouble getting released in regions. Yeah. I mean, apparently, according to Wikipedia, there are only five people that work at Omiasoft. So maybe that might have something to do with it. <laughs> I don't know. They must do a lot of con- contract art. Probably. There's a lot of art assets in those games. Yeah. My fa- my okay. My favorite moment was the 90 degree bow that the guy did at the beginning and end of the direct. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's something we didn't actually <laughs> touch on. Uh, Who was uh, the guy, Danny? Name's that... Morimoto. Morimoto. Mori, that's Morimoto. So he's been doing it for the past two, even we, he, even when Iwata was still alive. Even when Iwata was alive, so I think, I think when he took a few, I mean, he started doing those back I think in 2014. He just kind of came on with Iwata, and um. Yeah, so, I mean, it's not, like, a surprise. And it, I don't know, it's kind, of, it's kind of dry, like, the way he talks. Even, like, Iwata, yeah. sometimes, too. Just kind of kind of dry way to talk. He talks know. like, you know, the new guy in the office who's, like, trying to impress the boss. He's, like, you know, he's speaking, like, you know, just perfectly. You know, he's not making... He's saying all these polite expressions, you know, like, welcoming somebody into a shop or oh, something like that. Oh, talking about <laughs> Andy from the office? What? <laughs> Andy? No. <laughs> Never mind. Maybe, I yeah, talking yeah. about... No, go, don't mind me. Kind of like Andy, actually. Yeah, Andy is kind of like that super formal kind of posh guy, right? Well, I was like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, he started off like that anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this Marimoto guy is kind of like that. It's yeah. like, you know, he doesn't talk like a human being. He talks like, um, you know, like a shop assistant or something right. like that. And even my wife said, he, yeah, it's kind of weird. And I was like, yeah, okay, that's that's fair. But... Yeah, I guess for me, maybe the coolest thing that was kind of an outside of it was, you know, Mother 3 is coming out on the BC here in Japan. And um, I'm not saying that just to be an asshole. I mean, even though it probably sounds like that. (laughs) But, you know, and like James said, maybe there is a chance. I mean, if you think about it, I think Johnny Matt said this on on RFN one time. If you think about, will this game ever be released in English, like officially on a Nintendo platform? And, like, if you think about the span of eternity, yes, it probably will be. So... Cross your fingers. <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ. If you think about the span of eternity, wow. Maybe, okay, I'm paraphrasing it. Maybe he didn't say that. Maybe I dreamt him saying that. I don't know. <laughs> maybe he did. He did now, anyway. On a scale of one to God, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So as as for Twitter, um, oh yeah, we do have a uh, question on Twitter. I forgot about this one. So this is from uh, Freestar. Um, Freestar asks, um, what is the most popular um, kind of shopping seasons in Japan? Mm-hmm. And uh, friend of the show, or <laughs> friend of the show, or kind of family bro, um, yeah. Matt Walker actually chimed in with his comment. He said uh, that New Year's was the biggest one in Japan. And he's probably sure. right. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was going to be my answer. I was kind of confirming this type of stuff with my wife, too. I was like, well, what do you think? And she's like, well, I mean, they're in usually like December and then maybe in uh, June, a lot of people, like company people, get bonuses. So usually around that time you know, of year, there are usually some pretty mad sales and stuff like that, and lots of people go out and buy stuff. But... I don't know. The, I've never the, got a bonus here, so I have no idea. <laughs> the, thing I, the thing I liked about um, Freestar, uh, Sebastian's comment, um, he did the kind of the uh, earthbound kind of text reader gif producer thing. Have you seen yeah. those? Where it kind of looks like earthbound. 
He says, I have a question for life in Japan. You guys talk about Black Friday often, and I'm wondering if Japan has any big shopping days like that, hopefully with less, less injuries. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have never heard of people getting in drag-out fights or people dying shopping in Japan, other than maybe like an old person just dropping dead or something. But, <laughs> yeah. Well, it was that time when I uh, had to get uh, Smash Brothers Brawl for um, the website. Uh, I had to kill an old person. Yeah, he deserved it. Probably, yeah. There was some talk of masks. Somebody wanted us to talk about masks. Uh, oh, that from Japan. last time? It was the... Yeah. So, yeah, uh, Twitter, DJ Mizuhara, who actually has his own podcast uh, sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, called the... Red Gamer. Podcast? Yeah. yeah. Um, he was... He tweeted a picture of his son who's wearing a, uh, what is that? It's, um, I don't know, but it's like a kind of, yeah, cartoon characters on the masks. You know. There was a recent article on Kotaku all about it, <clears throat> mm-hmm. about why Japanese people wear masks. And actually, it's increasing recently, and uh, there's actually some kind of health, mental health issues related to the masks now. People actually wear them when they don't need to. Mm. Um, as a way to kind of block their face and almost as a kind of a privacy kind of thing, you know, because, you know, you can only see your eyes. So it's like people don't know what you look like, you know. Right. Um, some For some people, it's to cover, you know, if they've got bad skin or something. But other right. times it's just they just don't want people to look at their face. You know, it's kind of um, it's kind of like the next stage for Hikokomori, you know. <laughs> Ty's <laughs> often used word in this podcast. Right. Um, like, Yeah. It's like, just it's kind like, of a comfort thing. Yeah, it's like the next stage, like to get Hikikomori people outside, you know, they might say, you know, wear a mask, you know, and you can, you're kind of hiding, but you're outside, you know. I so, had yeah. one student in my, uh, so I teach high school, which is like 16 yeah. to, or like 15 to 18, that kind of age bracket. And uh, I had one student that I only realized in a third grade class when I like, I have a really small, like five person class at that point. Yeah. And, uh, she came into class one day with no mask on, and I realized that was the first time in three years I had ever seen her face. There you go. At that point, I, I like she came in, and I was like, "Who are you?" I'm like, "Oh my God, it's Maya! I have literally never seen your face before." Yeah, and, uh, I, was, I was about to lead into that. I mean, I was going to say there's probably at least one per class, if not per school, that is you'll literally never see their face. Yeah, <laughs> confirmed. There was, there was um. I went to the graduation at uh, high school I used to work at, and they had to take the mask off to take the graduation photo, obviously, and right. they just refused to do it. And the graduation photo had two girls doing this. So I've got my hand over my mouth. So they had they took their mask off, but they covered their face with their hands. And the weird thing is, the weird thing is, they were really they were cute girls. I mean, they were really really like they were good looking girls. And they were just ashamed to show their face. It was really, really weird. <laughs> there was nothing wrong with them yeah. whatsoever. It was just a complete mental thing. It really is bizarre. And like other students I have who do the full like wear the mask all year, and like they'll have the mask on, and then they'll grow their hair down. To, yeah, like, yeah. The fringe will be like the to fringe, their eyes, yeah. like my bandana level, like covering my eyes. And then they'll have side <laughs> fringes. So it's like they're actually wearing a burqa. You can just yeah. see their eyes beneath <laughs> the curtain of hair, the side hair, and the mask removed. And like not even making a joke. It's like you actually can only see the eye slit. 
right. when they want you to. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's the other comment from Dread Pirate Stone uh, asking us to play his Mario Maker levels, which, uh, which Danny, I still Danny, need to get on. And Danny, do get on that. Well. And the other one from Perry Burkham, which were, he tweeted <clears throat> just actually just after the last episode went live. He said um, he's just about to listen to his favorite podcast, the Famicast. So thank you, Perry. Yeah, we're the best podcast ever. Yeah. That's right, <laughs> guaranteed. Fact checked. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, there's a, yeah, I think um, that's about it for feedback. I was gonna say we should give a, a sh- uh, give a shout out to Toys for Games uh, for liking one of our tweets. <laughs> it's Sinos. Hey, they're big time, man. They got like six billion followers. And, uh... <laughs> man, well, don't make fun of Amiibo. That's why I'm trying to bring up the numbers in the show with my Disney Infinity section. I'm, I'm not a guy. <laughs> I'm not a guy that makes fun of Amiibo. I just bought KK Slider over the weekend. On, from Amazon, that's it it. it's, it's great. I can't it's in the box. I'm I'm not against black guys. One of my best friends is a black guy. It's like, <laughs> I'm not against the people. I just bought a KK slider last week. <laughs> See, <laughs> is that is that Danny's? I'm not a racist, but comment. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Right. We're going to go ahead and close up the show, uh, this is the normal part of the show, so we'll do it by giving you guys our Twitter handles, and if you want to follow me personally, you can follow me on Twitter, at DannyViv, D-A-N-N-Y-B-I-V, and uh, it's Ty, how about you, man? Oh yeah, my Twitter is SuperCatDrugs, let's see, what did I tweet about? Oh, I finally bought Mortal Kombat X, just in time for the game to be dead. <laughs> perfect, perfect timing. Fingers crossed. Nice. Yeah, and I got some pretty good pictures of skeletons on my Twitter too, so check that out. And also check out RT Your Skeleton on Twitter. <laughs> what? It's not my Twitter, but I fully endorse it. Nice. <laughs> right, and uh, Sai, how about you, man? So you can find me at Celsi. And uh, <clears throat> my recent tweeting have been about my ridiculous amount of cooking I've been doing over the last couple of days. And we'll continue to do over the next week. You're so domesticated, man. Man, you should taste my shepherd pie is amazing. It is like I'm you not, put I'm shepherds not in the pie. Man, it is like eighty percent shepherds. Uh, <laughs> this is the I most shepherdy pie you're gonna get here. It's, it, it it sounds delicious. Man, I put taco sauce in my last one. I was like experimenting Ooh. and I'm like I'm putting taco sauce in there. Sounds delicious. So everyone out there who's listened to this, learn to cook. Seriously, stop being terrible, terrible gamers. Learn to cook. It's great. Eat pizza rolls and drink the dew. You're, you're <laughs> it's game of fuel, bitches. <laughs> Where can we find you? Um, at Family Complicated for all your yokai watch needs. <laughs> Not really. But yeah, uh, what am I tweeting? Yeah, usual stuff, you know. Tweeting stuff from the past, where I was, what I was right about, ignoring the stuff I wasn't right about. Uh, so it makes it look like I'm always right. Yes. Oh, I just gave away my secret. Um, <laughs> Mario Maker levels when I make them. Um, hey, I'm playing Splatoon now. Come and hop on with me. Type tweets. Um, mm-hmm. Things like that. 
pleased to enjoy it. Cool. All, All right. Yeah, well, that's going to yeah, that's gonna do it for the regular part of the show. So for the audio guys, we'll catch you guys next time. For you guys on video, stick around. And <laughs> oh, 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 oh. we're in for a treat. stuff from James. So. <laughs>